0: Tune in to Bars and Hoops Radio, where the world of hip-hop and sports live. Union
1: Square, I was there. Bar and hey, Yazid- Radio. radio. Yo, it's still the great pop-up video. Taz, let's fight. Zah, let's argue. Bar head- radio, radio, radio. J-O-J, $6 million man. Bars and Hoops Radio. Yeah. Huh. Let's get loose, yo, I number two, pencil my bars When it comes to hoops, I play the 4-5 with the drive of a guard tournaments with hood stars. They paid the ref a couple of yards to throw the game with an offensive charge. On the bench it was a firing squad. Wasn't having it. They turned the championship to something hazardous. Some players just never made it out. They died by the dots. By the foul line. The empty glock. The game shot clock. I know ghetto fiasco. Now I'm the truth like the magic lasso. King of the castle. In Queens I got a team of jackals. LT with the tackle. Graffiti on the scaffold. Ball head with my shadow. Rocking the giant afro. Big East with the stats a triple dress, pole rip through your breast with a pinch of finesse, before I lay up I try to bang it on them, rip the net bars and hoops, step the game up, we winning who got next
2: what up, what up, what up, y'all, bars and hoops stills the great, pop the bearded one let's get it, that's where, Mr. Two-Piece Zod Flair, yo, what up, and DJ J.O.J. on J. the ones and twos, we are bars and hoops radio, fellas Another week, a lot of stories, a lot of NBA, a lot of hip-hop, you know what I mean? Punch lines hip-hop. today. We're going to get to the what happened to that boy. we going to throw it back a little bit, you know what I mean? But, you know, to set it off, man, we're going to start off with the rap report today, man. And um, switch Beats out here calling dudes out their names, man. We're going to let Pop talk about that story, man. Get to it, Pop. All
3: right, y'all. First off, this is Bars and Hoops Radio, man. Don't forget to give us a call, 516-206-0711. It's a couple things going on out here, man. First off, uh, on top of this this Swiss Beats thing. I mean, uh, I I think that uh he got a little funky on the live. But let's get into it a little bit. Okay, Swiss Beats was recently on IG Live with Buster Rhymes. And Buster Rhymes started talking to him about how there was a record leaked that him and Drake did. And we're gonna play that record later. play that record later here on uh, Bars and Who's Radio. The record was leaked, and it's called uh, Stay Down. It was leaked on the internet earlier. Even Bust around still trying to figure out how it got leaked. He said he he don't understand how it got leaked, and it's something that he had in the chamber. So he's guessing that, obviously, Drake and him released it. All right? So as he started talking to Swiss about it, he was talking to Swiss. He was saying, well, you know what? Swiss... um, I don't think when we did the record, he wanted to do the record with me. He just wanted to do, get on a Jay Dillard beat. And obviously, Busta Rhymes had his hands on these beats. And Drake was like, yo, you know what? In other words, I, I, I'll date the ugly homegirl to give it the pretty one is what he was doing. Pretty much. You know what I'm saying? Foul. Just foul. But ultimately, he ended up getting on the track. And like Busta Rhymes said, it wasn't like he didn't want to really do the record with him. So the record got leaked. And now Busta Rhymes was like... You know he knows nothing personal, but he kind of feel away because Drake didn't want the record released at all after they finished it. So Swiss was on there saying, "You know he's a good kid. He's not a bad kid. Started from different things. We made hit records together. It's all love. I just want to play music because at the end of the day, Uggins is
2: for real." And we're talking about Felix the cat. Meow. Yeah. <laughs> he said, he
3: said, he, he said, hey, what's up? Pop off. Let's go. Yeah. Wow. He must have had a little bit too much wine. So, obviously, you know that got back to the Camp. Yeah. And Uvu Chubbs responded saying, we don't need Shout no apologies over here. Because later on, <laughs> Swiss ended up apologizing, saying that he was in the wrong space, wrong energy to be talking about what he was doing. His sponsors probably got at him like, mm-hmm. yo. What are you doing? Yeah. Furthermore, he says he's apologizing, and Uvu Chubbs gets on and says, Yo, we don't need no apologies over here. Fussy, fussy. You. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, <laughs> we, we, what are y'all thinking, at, man? First off, yeah, I mean, that's crazy.
2: Man. I think that. Oh, God, that's guys, ass.
4: Yeah, I, I, I think that, uh, well, you know, that money behind him, that, that's a serious uh, plea. Cop. He's copping a plea because I was from the heart. I don't care what anyone says. I was from Swiss Heart. Uh-huh. Like he, he, he was copping a plea, and like I said, yeah, you know I'm still. You're right about those sponsors. Those sponsorships—they're not playing. They're like, look—if you have one slip up, you know, especially in this in today's climate, it definitely uh, curtains.
2: I agree, man. God, you was gonna say something, Zach? Um, why is it everybody come at Drake sideways, man? What is this? Drake has a target on him. Where everybody just choose to pick on, like. Like they picking on them or he's something? Light skin. <laughs> yeah. Jay said it a long time ago. Sweet ninjas running around swearing sweeter. Oh,
5: you know? Man.
2: So, everybody out here, you know, everybody want to pick on a, the person that they perceive as the punk. Because he got curly hair, he's light skin, he makes a lot of music for women,
4: you know? Uh, and he's Canadian like
3: Bret Hart. Shout out to Bret Hart, the hitman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, I I look at it and I think to myself, like, I think Swiss really just got caught up in the fact that he kind of forgot he was on IG. I believe that, because I believe that conversation went so crazy, he forgot he was on IG and he just started letting it go. And I can guarantee that's what they saying, you know, behind his back or whatever. I mean, we all know that there's people say things behind your back. It is what it is. Especially in that game, people getting money, they doing all kind of things. They're gonna say what they wanna say. Mm-hmm. I just think that he said it on IG Live thinking that it was just not thinking, but just forgetting that it was just that it wasn't just him and Busta Rhymes, that everybody was listening. So now, you know, as usual we got a cop of fifth, and then here go uh Drake's tough homeboy, Chubbs, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Chubbs. the muscle. He get up there and be like, yo, he called them for civil you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day it... To me, it's just, it, this is how our uh, relationships go bad quickly. Because first, they made a nice hit together with Fancy. You know what I mean? And then it's going to turn around and go- get ugly. I'm Same thing you. between him and Rick Ross and Drake, though. Go ahead. I'm telling you, man. Alicia probably is like, Yo,
2: I like Drake. You know what I'm saying? I like that song. <laughs> in the house like this. <laughs> really.
4: Okay He was like this yeah. He's Like what? <laughs> you like who? But that song To me that song is, un- is is water under the bridge You know how many years ago Was that So Swiss doesn't care Swiss is like I'm, I'm, You know I'm in my bag and my feelings And, and that's and,
3: and that's what it is I don't care about the past I, I think the more Was that it was unreleased it, The reason he cared He wanted to play it Yeah You know what I'm saying? Like he he wanted to he wanted to play. You know you know Swiss get a kick out of dropping them 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 uh, Mm -hmm. exclusives and unreleased on people. You know what Mm I mean? Remember when he had the battle with uh with um with uh Just Just Blaze?
2: Yep, he was playing unreleased. Come
3: on, he was, and that's really why everybody was like he won that battle. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But other than that, you know he liked to drop the drop the gem on him, and I guess Drake don't want him dropping the gem, and he had to speak on it. He's like, you know, I think you should, you know what I'm saying? But see now, Boston them is getting
2: a taste of their own medicine because. You know, they've done that to people, you know what I'm saying? They've done that to mad people in the past where they did records with certain artists that's not known like that, and they never released it or ever put it out because they didn't want the artists to eat off of them. Now you see how it feels. So Drake is like, okay, you're not relevant anymore. I'm not going to make you relevant. Yeah, it's a Jay Dilla beat, but I just wanted to have something in the stash to say that I did something with with this man.
3: Yep. Why are you mad for? I think that's kind of ill, though, that they don't want to do no Buster Rhymes. I think that's – I think. I mean, I, I, like, I'm not going to say, you know, Drake is better than him and all that. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you figure, like, to not work with – I don't see how that hurts him. Not, but that. You want to know why? Because the younger generation ain't checking for
2: Buster Rhymes. So, for Drake to do something with Buster, he takes an image hit. His fans are like, what is he doing? Wow, that's whack. Like, he don't want to take that chance. When you're on the level that like he is – that's like Jay Z coming back down now to do something with Memphis Bleak, no disrespect.
4: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Go ahead, Pop. I mean, I'm um, Jazz. you know you know uh, crazy. We're talking about unreleased tracks and uh, artists that are unknown, uh, music not being released. That kind of reminds me of like Pharrell and his artists. Like I mean, how many how uh, many Pharrell artists do we ever hear? You know, like Dude, you that that's, you that's, know. that's that's like you know people people have been holding back tracks from many different great artists for many decades. Like, I've never heard one Star Trek artist. You LL, LL, LL is good for that.
2: Tiana um, Taylor was a Star Trek artist, I believe. That's a fact. She yeah. was. She did the best out of that whole series of albums that they put out. Yeah. Where they oh. only did like seven joints. He tries a bunch of little EPs that they had put out at one time. Put your Slim tea. Thug.
3: Huh? Slim Thug, well, also. Well, Wasn't um, he... He was with Pharrell and them too? That I, I'm not too sure pro- that. probably
2: a few features. But oh, no. Nah, you, you know, know what? Yeah, he did. Uh-huh, he did. He did. Uh-huh.
3: He actually sold to Bentley to pay for one of their beats. Yeah, okay, my bad. Nah, nah.
2: So... Yeah, it's like a lot of these artists do that. Like I said, Nas has done it to people. You know, um, Busta has definitely done it to people. LL has done it to people. 50 has done They did it to 50. Like, that was 50's main beef with Nas. He don't really talk about it too much, but the fact that they pulled him from that J-Lo remix Facts. when they both was on mm-hmm. Columbia, and he mm-hmm. felt like Nas didn't tell him. He was upset about that. So... It happens all the time. This isn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Busta's just mad that now the shoe is on the other foot. I remember In that. my humble opinion. You know what I mean? Wow. A lot of these dudes used to do that, man. So now Drake is on top. I don't want to affiliate myself with you ninjas. You know what I'm saying? I want to, you know, my fan base ain't, ain't going to understand me and Buster on a song together. He don't need to. I mean, huh? He don't yeah, need and he don't need it. Me. Yeah, he so Busta. He got his own platform and nobody on right now. Exactly. So Busta feeling the way, that's just Busta getting in his feelings. Talking about getting in feelings, man. NBA Youngboy recently had his home burglarized. And, you know, it happened in Texas. <laughs> and we all know about who runs Texas mm-hmm. on the hip-hop scene. Jay Prince. You know what I mean? Jay Prince supposedly, allegedly, was able to get back the things. And, you know, he put it on IG that, um you know, NBA Youngboy needs to come check in with him to get his stuff back. And this, that, and the third. And, you know, NBA Youngboy, that's just like, these young kids now, like, they don't care about what happened in the past. They don't care about your gangster record from the past. They don't care about none of that. So NBA Youngboy took it a step further. Like, look, man, he took it on IG. Is like, look, man, you know, I, I I understand you are who you are, but I don't need you going on IG and putting on a big show to make it seem like you're doing me a big favor. Like, you know, honestly, I didn't ask for your help. You know what I'm saying? That was his approach to it. Like, you know, I didn't ask for your help. Mm. I don't care who you are because, to me, that's certified sucker-ish that you're doing, putting it on IG. Like, right. okay, if you got it back, there's many ways you can contact me. Then we're in an industry full of managers and producers that you know, somebody that knows somebody that can get to me. You don't got to go on IG and put it out there for the world to see that you got back my stuff that somebody burglarized from my crib. So he took offense to it. And then Jay Dilla, you know, then Jay Prince was basically like, look, I, when he called him Mm. M- he said, NBA, NBA, P- NBA P- young, P- 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 young, young dummies Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. He said, Young dummies, like you sound dumber than a box of rocks right now. I'm trying to help you out here, but he said, Texas is my business. Hmm. He said, You want me to mind my business? Okay. So whatever happens to you from now on is on gonna you. I'm going to mind my business and it's on you. You know, but to me, I don't know. What's your thoughts about that, though, man? <laughs>
3: on my honest opinion man yeah. I'm, when, it, when it comes down to it I mean he definitely was doing a man a solid I mean he my thing is it's it's, it's like uh, that's like an opportunistic kind of thing Yes, you see something going on you know if I could get involved and if I could get something out of it then I'm gonna do it you feel what I'm saying I don't know if he did it out the kindness of his heart I don't know how many people do that mm-hmm. you feel what I'm saying like mm-hmm. these cats was talking about how they stole his Rolls Royce keys his McLaren keys. They took the umbrellas out of the mm-hmm. Rolls Royce and mm-hmm. all of that, and that he ended up getting his hands on it. The young boys got in contact with him, and now he's like, "Yo, you know, I'm trying to get it back to you you know." But putting it on IG just tells you that it's a whole bunch of other, uh, other stuff behind it. Ninja stuff. Yeah, bunch of ninja stuff. He's you like, "Yo, understand? you know what? I could definitely eat off it of is if I if I do if I play this the right way." Come you on, ninjas,
2: man. That's what I'm saying. And 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 my thing is this, and this is no you know disrespect. Mm-hmm. To to Jay Prince or anybody, but in the state of Texas, they had what two people that was hung, right? Mm-hmm. Why are you not out there, you know, on IG telling the gangsters in the streets to find out who did that to these young black people? Mm. You know what I mean? 100. We so we so we so caught up with being kings of the ninja kingdom, the real stuff that's happening. We not talking about it, and this is why you know I really. I really didn't want to put too much stock in the story because to me it was just stupid, you know what I mean. And and to me, like I said, it's no disrespect to Jay Prince, but he's too he's too grown to even bring himself to that level to be in young kids stuff like they burglarized that man crib. That's that's on them. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's a bunch of innocent people that got their cribs burglarized. Are you running around Texas trying to find out who I, did that?
3: I gotta say though, he said that he said that they got in contact with him. Yeah, but that he said that he said maybe they got in contact with him to be like, yo, we did. This. You never know. Maybe it but goes. How deeper does than that, that sound though? Dang. How
4: does that sound? How would that sound to you? To me, it sounds like it's like an inside job to me, right. meaning that like you know, but we see this all the time, even just outside of people are involved in the music industry. We see it with. You know, it's it's the best thing. Like he, that that's that's like prison culture, where a guys like, oh well, you know, I have this for you. I have this is you know we we idolize prison culture. This is these are prison <laughs> tactics. Like you know okay, you well want. you know I see that your shoes are missing, but somebody found your Air Jordans <laughs> or your Air Forces, and uh, I can get it back for you. But that's gonna cost four, um, four, four you know four honey buns and um, a, a book of stamps. <laughs> Uh, to get your sneakers <laughs> back, forget but, honey buns. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's gonna get you. You know, um, yeah. you know, uh, you get extorted now. Yeah, you're gonna get extorted now. So that sounds to me like extortion tactics. But also too, like Jay Prince has nothing to prove. I mean, you know, but you're the only. You know, you want to be relevant to the young people um, that are under 25 years old that don't know who you are. You know, and, and this whole thing, I don't like in our community that this whole checking in thing is like this. We don't check in people that come and uh, start businesses in our neighborhood. We don't go tell them to go check in. We don't go tell check, you know, people that gentrify our neighborhood and tell them to check in. Mm-hmm. But we go tell everybody from our, you know, from, you know, from our group of people. Oh, yo, you got to check in to be in my neighborhood that I really don't own run, you know, only run from a street level, but not an economic uh business level you know it's always wrong from all angles it's NBA young boy shit. NBA young boy can go and go to the dealership and just get a new key for that Rolls Royce He's, and, and, and it'll deactivate that's the exactly o- what that's he exactly
2: said exactly what he said he it's said he insurance. Said gave me two keys and Jay Prince called him NBA dumb boy like, you he, know what I'm saying like he uses his he, power for, for the wrong thing exactly um, try like still said go, go, go out there and find out what's being what's being done against us as a people you know, if you run Texas and you got that much pull, do that. Instead of worrying about, okay, you got Rob, but I can get that back for you. Oh, somebody got the chain snatch, I can get that back for you. Simple as that. Use your power for the right thing.
3: And and this is not the first time that he's been involved in a chain snatch and then gotten people changed back. His other artists that, that happened to happen to in the uh, Bronx. New York. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Well, he got involved in that and he started calling mob ties and hitting up Fat Joe and Jay, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I mean, um, uh, Remy Ma and all of that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that went the wrong way. You know, my son and all of them, they was like, don't be tying me into that kind of stuff, you know? So I just think, here we go again with IG getting people in trouble. Here we go with social media, you know, going too far. People talking too much. Well, Pop, and I agree with what you just said. Like, okay, first off, you know, I'm not a street dude,
4: and I don't claim to be. My thing about it, you're not going to go, if you know all the people that's really getting down the street. First of all, mostly a lot of people that really get down the street don't even have social media. Um, you're not going to go to Instagram Live that's and call out popular... That's certainly true. You have you yeah, have, you have people ahead. that do but but you you know like this. You know, them. you still have people that are in the streets that still dress really baggy, you know, that don't have you know, social media or anything like that. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, still wear Pele Pele's, big Pele Pele's, not the new ones. Dips you know, that's in the you know, like, like <laughs> You're not gonna go out and call <laughs> popular artists like Mike Son and Fat Joe and to handle a street situation and put them on blast. To me it seems like a big publicity stunt. You know, um, you're gonna call the dude in the box Tahoe, the box Chevy. You're gonna call, you know. You're not gonna call, you know, a rapper because yeah, because hands are tied. You're, gonna, you're not gonna call people who hands are tied. That's just my opinion. So three xt's and forty two waist. Three xt's, like ain't, yeah, ain't like six xt shirts and and uh, and Bisou jeans
2: and parasukos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that ain't the move no more. Yeah, no people. Army fatigues yeah. ain't the move no more. You better watch him, mouth. Jay, right behind you. Oh yeah, choppy
4: With the one pair the dude that walked with the yeah. one pants leg up still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gotta special.
2: be kept it dangerous. Yeah, man. But that whole situation definitely was um, you know, it was foolery and, and you know, I, I kind of side with NBA young boy. It's like, if you gonna get my stuff back, cool. I ain't asked you to do it, but you definitely didn't have to put it on IG for the world to see. Cause now you trying to make me look like a son. You know what I mean? And I didn't ask you to do nothing for me,
3: and that's that was his whole, that was his whole message to him. I can't lie, but NBA young boy already looking look, looking a little crazy though. He was beating up on the shorty, all kind of stuff. I mean, oh yeah, that was we could, Floyd Floyd we could, daughter, right? We could, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, we ain't gonna get into all of that because yeah. it's obviously two separate situations. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I mean, I see where he coming from with this situation. You know what I mean? Yeah, but facts. to me, at, at one point, he could look like a clown. So
2: facts. let's go. Let's go to another. Uh, IG beef situation. Here we I, go.
3: IG beefing. Meek and Trey Meek.
2: Songs. I, I wouldn't call that a a beef. I'll call that a, to me a misunderstanding. Meek Mills posted a picture with him with some money. And um Trey Songs jumped on the jumped in the comments. Says, Why don't you take that money, you know, and uh make some donations or something of that sort of stuff. So okay. Here goes Meek Mills now Like I've been doing this I donated 2 million here I did this that What you talking about You late mm. And then and then it goes back and forth Like It's like Y'all It took it to me Like a big Miscommunication Misunderstanding You know Alright I donated You donated That's it So what
3: You're it, <laughs> Well People make things hard man Like Here's the problem I think I think the real issue there was him putting that on his on his page and like challenging him in front of all of these people, If here we go again dealing with IG like it's just me and you talking on the phone yeah, and a thousand yeah, people yeah. are watching. That Facts. that could be private though. Of course, you know he he could have made a phone call and exactly
2: you know rather than rather than throwing it in the comments because now I gotta defend myself because you you might be trying to make me look bad. Right, but, but you're right about that and that y'all nobody's wrong in this situation, but. Trey Songz is also thinking like, I'm um, bringing awareness to my challenge. And what better platform to use than social media and my sure. celebrity friends that have millions of followers that comment or like the pictures that they post. So he used that as an opportunity to promote his mm-hmm. movement because the picture that he that he quoted on was Meek Mill holding up mad money to his head. And it, and it, it, look, it was an ignorant picture. Yeah, with a rag around his mouth. And... Yeah, so Trey Songs took that as an opportunity to be like, well, why don't you put some of that money into this challenge that I got going on? Feed so the of course, challenge. Yeah, feed the community, you know what I mean? And Meek took it the way that he took it because, again, we always concerned about the ninja kingdom. Everybody want to be the king of the ninja kingdom, you know what I mean? Like, that's the problem, kid. Like, he took it out of context when Trey Songs didn't mean it that way. But he could have probably indirectly been taking shots of them as well. So we really don't know.
3: Maybe there's something underlying. It's yeah,
2: yeah. I to believe me, so. To me, it's like he got defensive too quick. You know, because he. It could have been like, okay, no problem. Send me the info and left know, it at
3: that. You know what? I'm, I'm gonna give y'all. I'm, I'm gonna see if it's a little insight. Tell me if I'm wrong. I believe that when, when Meek Mill posted that picture. He was thinking that this is probably not the right picture to post at this time, with this money and this rag, but he's doing it for his persona or for whatever he has to sell. And I feel like the fact that Trey Songs even came on there and said, yo, you could be doing this with this money. Yeah. I believe that's why it was a problem. It was a problem because he don't want to, listen, he, he kind of already conflicted with that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And here you go pushing it. Now you're getting what... You're getting the conflict that he's having amongst himself yeah, So yeah. now he's sitting there He's like Yo, you know what man Why does dude want to say this to me You know what I mean He knows it's, it's, it's all a show Yeah But yeah you make it Because in all honesty We don't know uh, Meek Millsworth And I'm not even going to talk about it But maybe that was just for that picture Maybe he really don't have it like that You feel what I'm saying
2: Because you, know, you know the thing with social media is It only takes Trey Songs to, to say something And then everybody else is going to say something Their followers. So people are going to be like, yeah, when you going to donate to this? So donate to that, you know, the, the people on the post. I see a lot of that, mm-hmm. you know. And then when, it get, then when the shade room and all these blogs get hold of it, it's going to go way out of proportion. Which it did.
3: Facts. Which it did. It ended up turning into an apology uh, that, we, that we actually got this thing settled across. But at the end of the day, I mean, even I feel like, like bottom line. I feel like bottom line. If you want me to do anything for your charity, I believe the worst thing you could do is like that. The same thing with J. Prince and NBA uh, Youngboy is Man. is come at me and talk to me about something that's business or something that's personal that we could talk behind scenes, Fact. and you make All it day. straight up Man. in front of everybody. All day. Here I we, could just pick up the phone and call Same thing with Buster Rhymes and Drake. Yeah. Yeah. You want to hear something? I, you know, and
4: this is just my, my thought about it you know like entertainment is entertainment it's like how people are, like pro wrestling fake fake rivalries and stuff like that <laughs> i mean people know i mean like it's not like everybody doesn't know each other and you just talking about you know meek mill and Trey songs like my thing about it is like this like it's to one guy that's, is still kind of and meek mill has you know great great new music that's out this year uh, what has Trey songs has put out so i mean to me it's a good publicity stunt oh. in my opinion Whoa. What has Trey Songz put you, out this year? You, you oh. got off
2: exit 19A. <laughs> you took well, the phone. I'm saying, but what,
4: what was his last? What was Trey Songz's last hit? I don't hmm. think. I don't think that that was you know relevant to the case. But I, I don't, I think we don't know I think, that. I think it's very relevant. The reason why I say it's very relevant too. Why not? If, 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 if let's say we we all cool, and we all and, and and we're all in the music industry, and people don't know us personally. Mm-hmm. I know that you're not selling records. I know you have music out. But it's not getting to the masses. Yeah. So why not a set of a rivalry? It's not personal. I'm not taking it to heart. You can call me whatever you want. And everybody eats it in there. You know, and I do we you know, they can make them make a remix. Well, you don't let, you, well, don't, you well, don't know what I mean, we've seen that happen. But well, let me ask
2: you this. Sure. If Trey Songs had a banging hit out right now, what difference would it make?
4: It would make a big difference because he'll be relevant. I mean, you're only as relevant as your last hit. So if your, if your last hit was Like when was his last hit 2017 2016
3: When was his last major hit oh, my I mean bad. I ain't front He was just recently He was just recently Caught up in some silliness Where he was bashing Nicki Minaj Talking about She ain't had She wasn't relevant Until she did Bottoms up with him So this is what I mean Everybody, they playing two sides of the fence. <laughs> At the end, of, everybody, oh, you know what, don't do not do that, oh, don't do this, don't say that. You know what, we got to learn how to deal with each other. This is the real problem. We don't know how to deal with each other when it comes to business. They making money and they not being business. Everything boils,
2: everything boils down to communication. That's
3: it. Your mind is a bit communication. It's getting them in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Man, too
2: much communication. The same way you take your fingers and type. On, on social media you can take your fingers and dial that phone
4: but social media has its own it's different it's its own world now like you know from when it you know first came out when what, what social media really started like 2001 2000, 2000 let's say with you know with the earlier black, my planet. Space. black planet my space <laughs> you know saying so I'm black planet and, oh I'm sorry oh. Let's, go back with let's go back to even AOL chat rooms why well, I mean, well, are you pointing at me
2: I ain't no <laughs> That was, was just my hand gesture. I wasn't. <laughs> I had all of it. I wasn't, I wasn't on during the
4: chat room ever I had all of it. ASL? I wasn't on social media
2: during the chat room era. These AOL chat lines. I remember. I don't think I was on social media when
4: AOL was was doing that. And you ain't have a two way pager. You ain't have
2: nah. AIM. I remember,
4: nah. I remember when AIM was the phone number. I'm like, "Yo, what's your what's your name?" I just what uh, about BlackBerry Messenger? We going far. Nah, yeah. yeah, that. But um oh, wow. I had
2: that. But um, when AIM was out, it was like the, the younger kids were on that.
4: I was on AIM in high school too. I had the you know, to get rich or die, try trying whole ring the whole the whole get on the internet. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. The whole oh my 50 God, cent. Man. I remember
4: uh, those were like ringtone days, you know, when you pay $3 and 99 cents per ringtone Your mom get mad Because right, the phone bill Is like $500 all, Well it's funny That you brought that up
3: <laughs> It's funny that you That you dived into uh, You know what we used to get down with Is Rapper Huey Known oh, for Pop Lock it and drop it mm-hmm. Pop Lock it and drop it I know y'all remember that <laughs> yeah. yeah Strip club know. music You know what I'm yeah. saying A lot of people Broke their knees To that song You know what I'm saying <laughs> mm-hmm. He dies in a In a shooting Outside of St. Louis Wow As per NBC News, the artist, whose real name was Lawrence Franks Jr., is best known for the hip-hop, the hit, pop, lock it and drop it, which topped at number six on the Billboard's Hot 100 charts in June 2007. Uh, The 32-year-old performer, whose real name was Lawrence Franks, was shot at home in the city of Keem Missouri. He died at a hospital around 11 p.m. Thursday, St. Louis County Police Sergeant Benjamin Granda said. A second man, 21, who was also wounded in the shooting, showing up at the Ferguson Police Department and was taken to a nearby hospital, Grandi added. The second victim is expected to survive. The sergeant said that as many as 10 other individuals were present in and around the crime scene during the shooting. Huey's listed address was in downtown St. Louis, about 15 miles south of the tiny municipality of King Lodge, police said.
4: Man, that was, um, <sighs> man, condolences <laughs> to him and the you know, rest of his family, you know, like. That song was that song was ill back then. I was like 90, I was turning 20 that year. I was 19 when that song came out. I Had my little, my 96 maximum with the air intake and I thought I was the fastest man on earth.
3: I tell you what, that song that song we we even going to talk about why I like this. we going you know it, it was a good song when it came out. For obvious reasons. Definitely. But I just feel like, you know what? The, we, we we losing a lot of like rap artists. We losing a lot of hip hop artists. Whether they relevant or not. We we losing him. and why? Hurricane Chris with uh he's he's in going to prison now. You know, Come Mr. on, A-bay-bay with the but great. but not for nothing. Hurricane Chris saying that he was de- it was self defense. These dudes were trying to rob him. They were trying to take his car. Yeah, Facts. so so we gotta we gotta you no. Know, listen, we I know we ain't gonna stay this show defending,
2: that way. Defending yourself goes on to, goes on the wrong. The opposite of what you're
3: trying to do You're Let trying me. to save your stuff And then you end up getting locked up for it How, how did DMX How do he say in uh, in, 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 the, in the, uh, the poem on his first album He said Thou shalt not steal But what if he stole from me mm-hmm. Thou shalt not kill But what if he's trying to kill me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We gotta be for real At the end of the day We losing a lot of rap artists to senseless gun violence I, I, We hit on it the other uh, Two weeks ago It was the 13 year anniversary Of losing Stack Bundles mm-hmm. Yep. We lost Chink's Drugs. We lost yeah. Pop Smoke. We, yeah. lo- I mean, we could go Nipsey on Hustle. and on. and Nipsey Hustle. Yeah. We could go on and on and on. Big L. I mean, come on. Biggie, Pac. Yep. Yep. We lost a lot of artists to gun violence, and it seems to not stop. That What's is. your thoughts, gentlemen?
4: It's a
2: product Still, of, our,
4: of, 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 of culture in the neighborhood. You know, still's read goes, the list off before. Word. Was, Ninja Kingdom, like, like
2: that said, it's product of
4: the environment. Nobody's invincible, and that's what I say. Nobody's invincible. And, you know, just like, and, and, you know, in every case, in every rapper's death is a different scenario, right? Some guys are still in the street. You know, some guys aren't. Some guys are killed by jealousy. Some people, and not even just outside of rappers, like even other type of musicians as well. Like, we can go back to talking about Selena was killed by somebody that was right there, a woman that was that's. jealous of her, you know, of how good her success was. It's, it's human nature, and... and you know our downfall of the human race itself it's it's downfall of of people it's people's downfall i mean people lose uh people are so desensitized (laughs) to death because it's like look in our video games our television it's not you know social media now now you know some people put videos on facebook or instagram you know where it's restricted and you know we can see the most horrific things and people just want to go see more and more and more and it's like a thirst for for for, you know carnage
2: And we're in a pandemic, mind you, and it's still happening. You know what I mean? The fact that we got our people dying from this disease, and yet we still find the time to kill each other, it's just insane, man. You know what I mean? It's sad, and it's only in the hip-hop culture that we see hip-hop artists dying left and right. You don't hear about R&B singers dying. You don't hear about country music singers dying. Sure, don't. You don't hear about pop music singers dying. You only hear about rappers dying because we don't know how to, how, to, how Gus Johnson told us, um, Za, get out the room. We don't know how to leave certain areas, man. We don't know when it's time to leave and when it's time to stay, man. Yep. Our timing is off and it's terrible. And when you come back and you make yourself
4: accessible, things like this is bound to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not, you remember back in like Smack DVD days. I mean, where rappers used to, you know, come back and shoot videos in the neighborhood and show how much money they had. And, you know, you have to understand there's a lot of people that in the neighborhood like we all are going to get to a higher level of success one day. Right. But we'll never go back and, um, you know, talk back down to the people that were, you know, where we're from and areas we're from and say, well, you know, they can't get out. You know, I'm, I'm making as much money. I'm making money. I'm getting paid. I got haters. There's always someone in the shadows lurking and watching you. You know, and remember and saying, well, I'm hurt. I got nothing to lose, and I'm going to go take what you take. And if I can't take what you got, I'm going to take your life because you can't get it back.
2: And rest in peace to my guy, Dre Most, because he died that same way. He was a guy that had a video series where he used to interview artists from the streets, and he died doing the thing that he loves, kid. And doing an interview, somebody ran up on him and the guy that they was targeting. He ended up getting killed and the artist that he was working with and he was featuring also ended up dying a few years ago. Well, this was probably about probably 10 <clears throat> years ago. You know what that. I mean? And this is what I mean. You know, when when you're doing certain things, you can't make yourself accessible to people, man. You got to make yourself less accessible, man. And like in the, the book that Pop is going to talk about later, 50 Cent, talks about that. He said that's basically a death wish. You know what I mean? You have to make yourself less accessible Less accessible. Once you start getting more successful, you know what I mean. Hmm. So I'm gonna end it on that note, man. Pop, you can take it
3: from there. I tell you, man, it's just like I said. It's just definitely a a a, a kill at times, man. We just got to do better. Like I said, as as time goes on, we gotta we gotta advance and we gotta evolve, man. But that being said, we about to go into. The DJ J.O.J. Mini Mix. Tripping,
2: tripping, tripping.
3: My man J.O., he over there. He's ready to go. Let's go, J. The number to call in is 516
2: 206 Bars it. and Hoops Radio, check in with us.
3: Yes, sir.
0: You're now tuned in to Bars and Hoops Radio.
1: Toot that thing up, mommy, make it roll. Once you pop, pop, lock it for me, girl, get low. If your mama gave it to your baby girl, let it show. Once you pop, pop, drop it for me, maybe hey, pop lock and drop it, pop, 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 lock and drop it. Tonight- so stop acting and get it clappin', cuz I'm knowing you feel me Yeah, you cute But don't let this shit go to your head cuz what this cutie won't you then another one will You prefer rocking the skirt and your heels so tall And we ain't with none of that trickin', but I feel so tall I've been beeping you for a while And you throwing it back If you looking for you, a will follow We got dough in the back Look, your colors are yellow brown And your skin so smooth, I'm having family about what you and me can't do, and you were undercover freak, You probably thinking the same. I'm saying light up on your face, pressure deep in my chain, and I- Put you out there as if you were free, so don't even take it that way. Just say you did it for me, and you will probably roll with me because there's money in my pocket. So before then, I gotta see you pop, lock, and drop it. toot that thing up, mommy, make it roll. Once you pop, pop, lock it for me, girl, get low. If your mama gave it to your baby girl, let it show. Once you pop, pop, drop it for me, maybe we can roll. Oh!
5: man, but I really wouldn't mind, we ain't gotta talk again, I'm just trying to have a time, if you a baller, pull a stack out, and slap her on the A. Hey, pop lock it, cop blockers,
1: get up out the way, let la Mommy get low, give her space, let us sweat, the club turn into the hooters, cause they shirts are so wet, from the window to the wall, the mama showing her thong, the rock freaking herself, just telling me that it's gone, you ready and we can roll, I'm telling you, Go. I'm thinking if I can handle it the way you make it roll. Be grooving and speeding up. You're right in between us. If you would strip, these up. then baby don't see. At first I thought I was tripping, but my vision getting clearer. You moving that thing around as if you practice in the mirror. She doing the new dance What the next man. Said I'm like, no, she just pop locking on the headstand. Toot that thing up, mommy, make it roll. Once you pop pop, lock it for me, girl, get low. If your mama gave it to your baby girl, let it show. Once you pop pop, drop it for me, maybe we can roll. Oh, pop.
6: exclusive.
0: you're now tuned into bars and hoops radio.
6: Hey,
0: J.O.J. hey, baby,
6: Groove on. It's so hot up in the club that I ain't got no shoes on Holding up a big stack of them hundreds in a rubber band yeah. Girl, don't ask me for no cash cause I'm not that other man Everybody tripping cause I'm lippin' when I'm walking And I'm pimpin' when I'm talking, I don't trick on chickens off The bars in the back, they be rolling up, their and they go to They flow until they choking, that's what got the cane yeah. When I see a bad chick, I'm hollin' out, they, baby. hey baby Hope y'all ain't with y'all bar friends cause I don't care what they say And I don't care what he say or she say I'm in the DJ booth taking pictures with the DJ. You wanna know what we say when clubs get cropped Way Hey, baby, let it play. That's my song. Turn it up, okay? You wanna know what we say when clubs get cropped Hey, baby, let it play. That's my song. Turn it up, okay? You wanna know what we say in the club? Hey, baby, right? Acting in the club. Hey, baby, right? you and Might drown Fendi man, I'ma splash, I go fast, I won't crash, feel like the incredible, all this ice, watch me dash in this flow, On your way, then your flow, that's trash, call me Steph, my gold green, little splash, change the flow, Louis, how you do that? I lose control, cause you know that I'm too fast. Hey, but well, I'ma every f- day. Every day you gotta f- in a way. Uh, I'ma find out where you stay. So we gon' spray with that cake. I don't can see us in Atlanta right in a in Lennon. right a She like, I
7: it smell the t- yeah. I just had to do them all. You was yeah. bad, so I had to I fight go. what Good, good. Play, down, good. Play down, if you want. Go I'm a young CEO, down, Shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first I'm a body and I just check my balance. i probably pull up to your hood and come buy me a new. No cap. You know that y'all told you that crazy. Don't think that she lied to you and knew. Get caught with you. when I'm popping them both. Now they hot just like Bobby and Whitney. She say I'm the goat. Act like I don't know. But fuck I'm obviously winning. Don't make me go hit the bank. And take out a hundred to show you our pockets is different. I'm out with you. bitch and I only want knowledge. She got a little mileage I'm chilling. You disrespect me and I beat you up all in front of your partners and children. I'm the type. And let them think that I'm broke. Until I pop out with a million. And take 20K and put that on your head and make one of your partners come kill you. Yeah. Stay with me. He gotta grow up, cause then it gotta be kids. I kid. the thing can't fit in my pocket. I got it. Like I hit the lottery. slap the shit out. No talking. I don't like to argue. I don't. Ain't gonna be no more laughing. You see me whip out, cause I'm gonna be the shot mirror. No cap. I don't follow no b on IG, but all of your b they following. And that little shoot, shoot with that gun. He just pull it out in his picture. Ha, so. ha, huh, ha. Huh, huh? Packing the mail, it's gone. Shit like I smell cologne. Yeah. I just found a deal, Lamont. Yeah, yeah. I go where I want, good, good. Play if you want, the store. I'm a young CEO, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? Packing the mail, it's gone. Uh, she like, I smell cologne. Yeah, I just signed a deal, I'm on. Yeah, yeah. I go where I want, good, good. Play if you want, the store.
8: Huh? I'm a young CEO, I,
0: sure. Yeah, yeah. Womp, 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 She give me what I wanna. You're so now tuned to bars one, one, and hoops like radio. Yeah.
8: Big Thomas Turner, a stunner. I'm out here on the come up. I beat the drummer. I roll up no more drummer. Yeah. Womp, 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 she give me what I wanna. Boss, I her need a warm up. I back that at the warm up. Yeah. Big time a stunner. I'm out here on the come up. Ooh. I beat the drummer. I roll up no more drummer. Right. Super stump dummy yeah. should be in a special. Well. Pocket so fat that I need belly well. turtle fitness. Feet so fat I hit the pedal, blew the engine. v 12, ducking 12, I glistened like suspended. She's a all on my. N- on car, base, hey, sweet thing, and it tastes like peach cobbler I'ma never ever take her to me mama, just gotta line up and just added two more to my lineup. big money, why you always standing on your wallet, profit I just made another one, I'm college stop it, just ask me what I do with my stacks, just bought a wall for a plex and a new bra for some smacks want, hey. want, she give me what I wanna, boss oh, I need a rum up, my back there
6: is all alright, that's not that you're out of set. I just want that I'm really her man, I really her man. Now everybody got the same swag now. Watch the way I tear down Stacking my beds all the way to the top, all the way to it be falling on no. Every time that you leave your spot, your girlfriend call me like come on no I like the way that she treat me Gonna leave you won't leave me, I call it that casino. She say i am going say yeah, I wanna wanna
9: Bimmer Be Benz Bentley, your scheming don't affect me. I'm fresh, I'm fly, I'm so damn high. More than 500 horses when I roll by. I'm calm, I'm cool, everything brand new. I don't handcuff, you can get the whole damn crew. Beam in my Benza be my Benza Bentley, beat it, I bet she let me, she been fiendish since she met me, I'm the coolest shit, especially when I throw on all my Grusky, got my sister Smith on Wessie to protect me, so respect me, this is heavy, new Britney, Colored vanilla and cherry, Andretti on and Pirelli, make a movie out the Getty, with my ring and my confetti, I'm Kobe Bryant ready, pink rose and chronic smelly, while I'm stumbling out the telly, I'm so fly, I'm so fairy, and the way I flow is very. get into a machete, with my pencil movies deadly, platinum ring, a straight girl out of Leslie Magazine, Mac, Desi Keep my windows like the Prezi Press a button and I'm stunting My roof look like it's
1: ducking me to like go 200-something And my trunk do is bumping I am not the one for jumping I will ratchet out and slump them, dump him, dump you better off dead. money red I'm fresh, I'm fly, I'm always high Got your big weakness
2: Live action. Shout out to DJ JLJ for that throwback mini mix. A lot of South music. A lot of that. Talk to me, baby. But we're back to our show, man. And um, we're at the segment of our show where we're going to get into a little bit of the uh, sports. Yes, 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 yes. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, this is something that I really didn't want to report, but I'm going to have to report it because it's a little bit of news, but it's really not news. Colin Kaepernick, man. You know. Colin Kaepernick is um is um being recruited allegedly by a few NFL teams. And I think it's really ironic that now with everything going on in the world and in the country, that you know, people are now courting kind of Colin Kaepernick to be their NFL quarterback. Now, before you guys respond to this, is Colin Kaepernick better than um Cam Newton? No. Who else doesn't have a job right now? They both I, got to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Is he better than Cam Newton? They both got to the Super Bowl. Neither one. No. Neither the, has a job. No. Does he deserve to have a job before Cam Newton? Yes. No. Colin Kaepernick.
3: Whoa. Why? Tell me why. Why doesn't he have a job now? No. Tell me why he deserves it over Ka- over Cam well, Newton. Because Cam he, Newton. he never shouldn't have been blackballed in the first Who's a better Teddy? quarterback? We ain't talking about blackball. Who's <laughs> a better quarterback?
2: What's what's um, Cam Newton's Q- Q- QBR?
3: What's Colin Kaepernick? 86 oh, eighty six, four years ago.
2: 86 overall, eighty six overall. Career,
3: career, huh? Eighty six career. Years ago. So he's Whoa. so you telling me that he's better than Cam Newton?
2: I mean, if I had <laughs> to pick one, come on, yeah. Cam, Cam, Cam is an, is an extraordinary quarterback. The the one knock I get off of him is he's a crybaby. Like he he whines when when things don't go his way. You see him pout off the field. He don't want to talk to the media. Like he have a bad game and all that. That's not cool. Mm. You you can't win every game. No. I never seen Colin Kaepernick do that. You never mm. seen him do what? Poutings, walk off the field, sit in front of the media like I don't want to talk. Nobody any more yeah. questions, and Let's, then storm more and storm out the media sessions. Uh, I don't, I don't know how Cam, he handle being I benched. I seen Cam Fuck. do
3: that numerous yeah. times. Listen. Oh, my God. Shout out to Baltimore's Radio. Give us a call, 516-206-0711. First off, I don't think he deserves a job over Cam, and I'm going to tell you why, because Cam has still been active. Cam has been playing football. We have yet to see if Kaepernick is ready to get in there and really take a hit. Because you've been blackballed. But we talking about the same guy that didn't even want to hold a practice. He's like, Yo, you know what? Nah, I'm not man. gonna practice over here. He be- I'm gonna practice over here in this high school and throw football passes to my friends. He he's can't not play ready if he's not man. allowed
2: to. I can't even look up Cam Newton's uh, QBR rank because he's not in the league. Mm. He doesn't have a team
3: right now. He's not. He's not. A, he's not in the game right now. Word. I can't explain why, but I think yeah. I think the the Panthers
2: did him dirty releasing them when they did release them because a lot of quarterbacks have been moved and switched already as to where if he was released around that period where everything started to open up was July um, when they could sign July 15th or something like that. I think that he would have been on the team already. But by the time they released them, everybody had their moves. They made their moves already.
3: Thanks. And not only that, they went with it. They gave, they gave, they gave, uh, they gave, uh my homeboy from uh, New Orleans, they gave him a new Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater, he got his, He got. He got in there 60, And at the end right? of the day, they were they was already questioning Cam Newton because of his injuries. They didn't mm-hmm. want to keep. They was like, you know what? He had this foot injury where we don't know if he's going to come back and be a hundred percent. But you can't deny what the man was doing for the team. Yeah. You can't deny that that he did take that team his to the body, Super
2: Bowl. His yeah. body was beat up. And he said, was. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was saying, shout out to Sean Boogie. He was agreeing with I. You know what I mean? So Zod got somebody that agrees with his with his point <laughs> on that. You know what I mean? We're sorry about that, Pop.
3: <laughs> no, nah, it's all good. I look at it like this. If you think that you can hinge your team getting to the Super Bowl on either one or the other... I wouldn't pick, I would not pick Colin Kaepernick. Everybody forgets that Colin Kaepernick can't read a defense. Let me just, let me just, I don't just understand. Like, I mean, let did me everybody this. forget this? Did they forget that Colin Kaepernick cannot read a defense? Oh the man was so looking me, at a blitz me, and he'd be turning me, around like, yo, we gonna run it. All right. And but out it, it got out him, ball, but, son, but, but let's out stop that. It got him yo, all the it, way to the Super Bowl. Who? Colin Kaepernick I'm going to tell you why Colin Kaepernick made it I'm going to the, tell you why don't, Alex don't. Smith was running That team perfectly Before he got into the game Alex Smith got hurt Kaepernick came in Nobody knew who Kaepernick uh, was Nobody So how do you game plan For somebody that you have No idea how they play had So now what happened? Two straight happens? trips to the NFC two straight Look at that defense Keep the change. Look at that defense Look everybody. at them running the ball So now we going to So what happened After that first two years then What they, happened They gave everybody away Ultimately. If you don't have
2: nobody to throw to, who you gonna who you gonna throw to? They got yo. <laughs> bing, 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 bing. Shoot no, the five. Shoot the five. At the, at the end son, of the day, got, no, no. they gutted that whole team out from the defense to 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 what's the name? Frank Gore. Come on.
3: Was that was that them or? Oh, all right. Like I said, at the <laughs> end of the day, the man couldn't read the defense. Ask any 49ers fan, and they'll tell you. They are like, yo, you know, yo, he he makes me sick. He does these plays that I just can't understand. It's already <laughs> been noted. It's already been noted. And oh. both of them have accuracy issues. You think that ca- you think both that- of them have accuracy issues. They do. But if, if we're gonna have a quarterback that's gonna run, which one you taking? Which one you taking? Between him and Cam? Yes. Him. You take because Camp because Cam think he's a running
2: back. And that's why Cam is yeah, beat up now. I can't front. Zai is being I, I don't even know what Zai is being right that's now. That's why Cam is beat up now. Cam don't Cam don't slide. Cam don't do none of that. What do you
3: think that, uh,
2: Colin Kaepernick, you Colin Kaepernick, if it get real, he'll slide or he'll run out of bounds. Nah, I Cam believe. Cam don't do none of that. I believe that so that's Cam why Cam is hurt.
3: Right. Exactly. I'm, I believe that I believe that ultimately I would still take Cam Newton. I was I would still take you, I believe that there's no way that Kaepernick should have a job over Cam Newton. That is go ahead, Dave.
4: So, so let me ask you a question, right? So you you say you you would um, you saying like more caffeine over Cam Newton,
2: for what he just said as far as as far as running, yeah.
4: But and you think that I mean you could probably just go over him being more preserved than Cam Newton. I yeah. mean being able to, do the, be able to be able doing the job a lot better oh. and not they having they
2: got they got they, the, hence his nickname Kitty Cam. <laughs> yeah, y'all don't man. watch NFL. Y'all don't like watch NFL Sunday.
3: Kitty Cam, oh, oh, Kitty Cam. God, they don't
2: watch man. NFL Sunday? They be killing yeah. him when he have his fits, yo. I know he comes mm. to the podium looking crazy yeah. sometimes. Like I don't know what he's talking kind of crazy. Looking like Listen. Mary Poppins one day. I'm like, it's
3: kind of him. I, I, I ain't gonna front. I ain't gonna front. Even sometimes when I be seeing him, as far as like what Sheesh. he be wearing. Sheesh. Yeah, had that'd you, be a whole other situation. Head trauma. That's a whole nother situation. <laughs> CTE. It. It's CTE. CTE. It's ah. CTE in the, in the worst way. Boy. <laughs> hey, but girl. You, but you know what, though. Ultimately, ultimately, for them to even say, yo, you know what. For the San Diego Chargers, I'm going to consider Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, you know what? We're going to consider Colin Kaepernick. To me, ever since he had those two years that he went to the Super Bowl, what did he do? Serious.
2: I just explained it to you. What? They gutted the whole damn team. and he was So we blaming the team.
3: So so we blaming the team. You know what? Nah, you know what? So them benching him, was that part of it too? The quarterback can't throw to himself.
2: I can't front though.
3: It was no way that
2: in the world that Blaine Gabbert was better than Cam Newton. I mean, not so, Cam Newton at at, at um but, Colin
3: Kaepernick. But I gotta say this: mm-hmm. they benched him because he couldn't read a defense. He was Nick <laughs> yeah. Cannon from Drumline. Yo, you bo-pop. can sit there and play the drums all day, but you can't read the music. But pop, hold on, he man. couldn't read a defense. He made it to the Super Bowl without being able to read a defense. No, he made it to the Super Almost Bowl twice. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm well, telling you, yo. So. He didn't make it to the he they when they made it to the Super Bowl. It is very listen, it's the same thing with Odell Beckham Almost Jr. Wanted, it's huh? the same thing with a lot of different players. Uh-huh. Everything is good when they're not game planning for you. Mm-hmm. When they have when they're not thinking about you. You the X Factor. Once they started game planning for him. Once they started game planning for Cat Ka- for Ka- uh for Colin Kaepernick. Was over. The same thing happened to Cam Newton when they went to the Super Bowl. They game yeah,
2: plan. Yeah, he definitely
3: got exposed. They said, "Yo, you know what? He got exposed. his accuracy is an issue. If you make him stay in the pocket and throw the ball, yeah, he's finished." Same thing goes for Colin Kaepernick too, kid. But I still would take Cam yeah, over him because he, I feel like wow. Cam is still a physical specimen. When when Colin came in,
2: he was running that. He was running that offense. Him, RG three, and um what you call that, the Wildcat. Right. The, the, him, RG3, it was one more person. I don't want to say Russell Wilson, but um, get that ball, and they can run with the ball. Deshaun right. and, and people, Yeah, and they wasn't ready, and a lot of teams weren't ready for that. No, mm-hmm. not Deshaun. What am I talking about? It Michael Vick. Nah, Vick was. No, Michael Vick Vic was up the nah, Michael Vick was no, doing that, was, too. Was, yeah. When he came yeah. back to Philadelphia, he was doing the Wildcat. And um, they weren't ready for that. Pistol offense. They yeah, weren't ready for that, because you drop him back to throw, okay, I see open it, and, I, and I'm out. Mm-hmm. So they wasn't ready for that. And occasionally he'll dump a few passes, and before you know it, you look at the end of the game, he, he got almost 300 yards. You know what I'm saying? For somebody who can't throw.
3: For somebody that, that, that— Tim
2: Tebow had almost 400 yards on the Steelers, and he's one of the worst quarterbacks I know.
3: Bum, This is a fact. Word. This is a fact. I just feel, I feel like, do you really think that Colin Kaepernick is ready to come into the league? That's a, that's To me, that's the ultimate question. Do you I, think I, that four years off? Now? Do you think that him not throwing the ball? Do you think that he's been focused on playing? He's been saying it, but do you think that he's really focused on playing ball? I think these—he's he, ready to be an activist. Yeah, I think
2: these four years has—and he's prim, older. His prime years. He missed four crucial years, so he, even if even if by some chance he get in, the league gets younger every year. He,
3: he was good. Until Jim Harbaugh left That's a fact Once he left That was it That's a fact Jim Harbaugh was the one That brought him in And then he went to Michigan and stink it you up You had two,
2: deep, two Two young defensive guys From that team Retire early Wow yeah. Patrick Willis yeah, Patrick about? Willis was he, he had to retire They left He they, had to retire Yeah And the other young boy Said you know what man All these CTE studies Coming mm-hmm. back I'm
3: out I'm good not you even thirty, 30 years old. Word. I'm Not mad at him. You know I, mean? I think. I think that was the year after they lose. No, not no. Nah, that was the twenty twelve. I said man. he lost to the Giants. after <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Was that after they were serving Eli the beats it. and he still yeah. got up was throwing the ball, yeah. But-
2: yeah. So the NFL. I mean, so the NBA has released the schedules. Yeah. For the games being
3: played in Disney, man, talk mm-hmm. about it. Okay. So some of the schedule has been been released already. They have a couple things uh, going on over there as far as like when they're going to be playing. So, <clears throat> first off, all the teams, oh, it, sa- it says, as far as the structure of the schedule goes, there will be a maximum of seven games per day. Tip-offs will range from noon to nine. At night. To yeah. nine at night. There are three total courts. Two of them are set up for nationally televised games. I mean, they have really committed to this. The top eight teams in each conference were selected along with the six teams, five in the Western Conference, one in the Eastern Conference, that were within six games of the eighth seed in their respective conference when the season was suspended on March 11th. All of the teams will play eight seeding games starting on July 30th, then begin the typical playoff format that will culminate in October. Should the number nine seed in either conference finish within four games of the number eight seed, that would trigger a play-in scenario in which the number nine team would have to beat the number eight team twice in a row to steal their playoff spot, such a playoff in scenario would would be would take place on August fifteenth and sixteenth, with the playoffs beginning on August seventeenth. Before we reach that point, though, there are hundreds of seeding games to work through, and I mean, when you look at the schedule, the Lakers, when you was looking at what what, what the lake the Lakers is going to have to play the Clippers opening night. Let's go, it's July thirtieth. Let's go, nine p.m. I don't know, man.
2: Televised on TNT. That's it. That's, watching, a double header. That's a doubleheader. That's a doubleheader. Watching the news, man, and the way Florida's set up right now, you might not even see an NBA season. Which brings no us
3: into our burning question: What do you think, gentlemen? Do y'all think that the NBA is gonna is gonna have their season go? Do you think, they're, think gonna so.
2: go? they're gonna go? They're gonna move so. on with it. I think they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna continue on with it because it's about money now, obviously. Like. It is it's getting no better in Florida. You it, know what I it's mean? It's got they way can't, worse. It got worse. But again, these players aren't gonna be around people anyway. You know what I'm saying? The only way they can possibly get sick is if they go out in public and leave the bubble like they're not and, supposed to do, but then they got the to do that. and they got the snitch policy. Like if you see somebody doing something wrong, tell. You know what I'm saying? So wow. you get I mean, you got to because you dealing with that people. Word? What's yeah, I that I, know, word? I know, yeah, I know, yeah, I know. Well, the tattletale you don't want to call it snitch, but you got the you got the uh whistleblowers. Yes. You know what I'm saying? If they leave <laughs> if they leave the bubble, they're encouraging players to tell because at the end of the day, not only are you risking your life, you're risking the lives of other players as well. Best so you know what I mean? They're trying to be responsible about it. So they're gonna do it. Players are naturally gonna have it. They're they're testing how many players got tested? And um, get tested and uh, what is it, about
3: sixteen players already tested positive? Yeah. Sixteen out of the three hundred and two. Mm-hmm. So that's the scary thing, Jabari yeah. Parker. Yeah. He recently, and, and they said they saw him playing tennis a little while ago. So dude,
2: Malcolm Brogdon, he yeah. got it. Yep. yep. You know what I mean? So it's gonna be interesting, man. LeBron
4: was already out of mansion practicing. But yep. go ahead, Dez. Now, uh speaking about the NBA and um other ball sports. For the people that, for everyone to get back in the arena, I'm starting to see it in gyms, I'm starting to see it in, you know, different different places, different states. I think what they're probably going to do, like when people come into the arenas, they're going to do temperature tests immediately um, going forward. I, I don't think those sports those sports rely on, you know, ticket sales and seats and season passes and so forth. So what they're going to have to do is probably, because we don't have a vaccine right now, what, um, they're going to do temperature testing, I believe, um, for everyone that comes into the arena. If your temperature is high, they won't allow you to come into the arena to um, do so. I think that will be the future. Next that, year, I see the NBA really coming back. Full-fledged, I would say, the end of 2021. I don't really see it coming. You know, we'll probably have some games, but I don't see any playoffs and nothing going on with that. Man, it's about money, uh, uh, guys.
2: Uh, yeah, and and that's and that's ultimately where ev- everything from the economy to why all these numbers spike back up because the bottom line is a dollar. The economy is a dollar. The league is a dollar, and. Phew, I wonder what the number's going to look like by the time September roll around when it's time to go on the, go the um, football field. Listen, everywhere outside of New York, it's but hurting now, right now. New York is Gucci. New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. We about to start treating people like how they was trying to treat us in Rhode Island. and They don't want no New Yorkers coming through here. You know uh-huh. what I mean? So, you know... I, you know, I got my. I'm gonna reserve my thoughts on what the hell is going on, but it's definitely a bad situation in Florida. But those are the states that was careless at the end of the day, so you can't really blame anyone but the governors and the people that was in power that decided to open up early. You know what I'm saying? When this thing was going on, so yeah, yeah, they no, got nobody. Yeah, because yeah. Um, Trump and Trump words. If the governors don't open up, I'm gonna open it up for them. Yeah, you know what so I mean. So one way or the other. They, you, you know, states are going to open up. They wanted that Memorial Day money, just like they want this NBA money, and it's going to be on TV. <laughs> you, you know, know what, I mean?
3: what? They Fourth of July shut down now. Now, now, Florida is yeah, closed yeah, for the Fourth yeah. of July. This is going to be very interesting. New York is talking about opening the beaches, but you know, nah, I, was, I don't go to the beach anyway, man. Well, they, you know already, they already, they already issued a couple.
2: Huh? <laughs> <Me too. laughs> they already <laughs> issued the order that anybody come here, they got to quarantine for two weeks. Between us, New Jersey, and Connecticut. You know, man, we don't need to go back to Coronaville, man. But, you know, man, it's I, me personally, I think I'm not saying sports is needed, but I think that'll be something that'll keep people's butts in the house, man. You know what I'm saying? That'll keep people interested in doing something other than going outside and possibly affecting other people,
4: man. I agree. Should, sports needs to come back. All sports need to come back. I feel like, you know, People just need to get used to seeing arenas that are not empty. But also, too, like in the long term, they're going to have to get people back into, you know, arenas and socialize again, I guess, when these come down. But we don't know when it's going to come down. And I think there should be other precautions. And, you know, I mean, the, the sport arenas are going to spend money to to combat the virus. I mean, social distancing thing, I don't see it lasting too long um, when it comes to sports. Because yeah, that's not going to sell that's not gonna sell tickets and seats. You can't be six feet away each other, and especially in baseball. Like you, you can't be six feet away in, in, in a stadium. Yeah, you know yeah. it's going to be a half-empty stadium. Talking
2: about guys can't high-five. They yeah. can't hug each other. They can't. It's going to be weird, man. But you know, it remains to be seen. But moving forward, man. Tonight, man, marks the yes ten-year ten year anniversary of the decision. Talk uh-huh. about it, pop.
3: So now tonight marks the ten-year anniversary. Uh, ESPN is airing a show tonight at nine PM about the decision, the backstory, as as how this thing came along. Now I know you know everybody's like ah oh, here we go look at Zah. I just took, I looked over there and Zah just know, gave exactly me this. How came along. <laughs> so um, the burning question is: Do you feel like that decision hurt his career or helped his career? Yep. Do you feel do you feel like did it did it help him or did it hurt him? Looking back ten years from now, ten years back, I'm gonna keep it short because we only got like two more
2: minutes in the segment. But I think it helped his career. This is why he's in LA right now, living his best life. He's in a position mm-hmm. where he was able to move his family to where he eventually wanted to retire, mm-hmm. and it didn't hurt him. He doesn't care because right. he would have never left Cleveland again if he really cared yep. about what it did to his image.
4: It's true. so. Go ahead, Dad. No, I mean I just say like, you know. Um it's just ridiculous, man. I just want things to go back to normal, honestly. Like, Shout out to Dad. <laughs> He's still on Corona, <laughs> man. Word of mouth. I'm up. just talking about just socially. Boy. I'm just talking about so, I'm just socially. Heavy, man. I'm like,
2: <laughs> Ulti- ultimately, uh... Long time soon. Yes. Ultimately, Pop, and, and I'm going to be labeled the hater, but I think it hurt his career. Explain. I think mean. that they sat around and, um... Neither neither two can beat could not beat Boston. And they said, let's form to get these guys out of here. And and that's what they did. Bosch didn't have a chance because Bosch never made the playoffs until he got to Miami. But him and Wade, they couldn't beat they couldn't beat the Celtics. So they said, let's get together and let's do what we gotta do. Because if they beat Boston, they get to the championship. And eventually I'm telling you what it is. Yeah. They formed because still of the way. Celtics. I'm a, I'm they didn't form on their own. They formed because they Hold couldn't up. be in Boston. Yo, Jay, what you think, Jay?
10: About what, what again? I'm sorry. Oh, about about Jay. Miami. <laughs> about about the decision, the LeBron decision in
2: Miami. The big three to form it. Do you think that that hurt LeBron or helped him?
10: That that kind of hurt him. That kind of hurt him.
4: And that's a LeBron fan.
10: But you still,
4: man. He's gonna cry and run away. He still got him. one
10: in Cleveland, so that 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 still counts to me. That's that's all I want him to do was just win one in Cleveland. I, I, to me, you
3: know. Shout out to DJ J O J. I'm man. gonna say I'm gonna say, and then we are gonna walk off from it. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say it helped him. I believe he needed to be knocked down a couple of notches, going to get up to do what he had to do. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, he couldn't. You're right. He, if that was the case, he couldn't get one in Cleveland because of the team that they was getting owners, whatever it was. When he went down to Miami. They made it happen. He got one under his belt. He understood how to learn how to win, what to do to win, the mentality it took to win. And I believe that ultimately it was it helped him in the long run to get to where he needed to get. Point blank period. Shout out to
2: Pop for that one, man. And we're about to take it to another five-minute DJ J.O.J. mini mix. Don't forget the number to call in: this 516-206-0711. Bars and Hoops Radio. Check in with us.
0: Hoops
1: Radio. Took took a break, but made a made a mistake. Time time took me 'cause 'cause it's money to make. A billion billionaire takes hard work for years, nights, a, nights. I said it's why I was why I was sad. I'm tired, through hard, through hard times. I'm working, working part time. In the in the food store, sweeping sweeping floors all day. Short of the board, taking the next man's orders, breaking my back for the shack for headquarters. All my man power four bucks an hour. He took the time and wrote rhymes in the shower. Shoes are cuz the road gets rough, but I'm a
2: Back to live action. Yes, Shout out to DJ J.O.J. for taking us back with that one. Koji rap. Road to the riches. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Word, man. So now, we reach the punchline segment of our show. Shout out to Deswear, a.k.a. the Nose Hunter. Mr. Two-Piece. Talk to him.
4: <clears throat> Urban legends are born every day, and I am one. <laughs> I am the Nose Hunter. My coach used to always say, you go upside the nose en- enough, they'll stop coming forward. All right, so I want to talk about you know and I'm very very disappointed. Me being a boxing enthusiast and a sparring partner, I am very very disappointed at Cheeseburger, A.K.A. <laughs> Jarrell Miller, for. And as a friend, this time a failed drug test after getting a second chance after failing the first time with Anthony Joshua. I could have gave him the benefit of the doubt after the first one, but this time. He's been popped for um, before his July 9th return fight. You know at the MGM Grand. Um, you know to me it was just a you know a, a warm a good warm up. They were thinking about set him up in October to fight um, uh, Cornerstone Poppy, A.K.A. Andy Ruiz, this in October to unify to, to to be the contender for I believe it was the WBA WBA belt, um, which would have been a great fight. You know, uh, what he was popped for was EPO, HGH, and GW 501516. Now I'm going to break those all down for God you guys. We all know Jarrell's a big dude. Um, <laughs> you know, a very big guy. Six foot four, you know, about almost a little bit under 300 pounds. And what he was taking was, let's say, EPO which is to increase red blood cell count. So we all know that the more red blood cells that your body can produce, the Mm -hmm. more oxygen that can can be used. Mm -hmm. Now, that in combination with GW50 is the GW50, what it does is that it takes your body fat and metabolizes it instead of carbohydrates first. So, you know, we all know that your body metabolizes carbohydrates for energy first. So this one takes body fat and makes your body like a a burning furnace for energy. So that does have a performance advantage. And then plus, what is this again? um, This is GW (laughs) fifty fifteen sixty. You know, uh, thinking about using it. You know, which is a complete (laughs) illegal substance. Um, You know, I just feel, you know, with with the HGH, will help him put keep muscle mass on, get stronger. You know, which is another anabolic. I, I feel he doesn't. You know, I wish him the best. But I don't think they're going to give him a second chance, or forgive it. I don't think he's going to be a contender anymore because you failed two drug tests in a matter of a, of a year, you know, and it's not the first time even going back to kickboxing, you know, unfortunately. You know, I, I feel when, you know, when is this going to stop in boxing? You know, at heavyweight, you have guys that work really, really hard, you know, like a Floyd Mayweather, even Anthony Joshua, who has, has Olympic style drug testing like he was when he was going, you know, for the gold medal. You know, and he has to do it all the time. Random tests, even when he's not training. Mm-hmm. He's subscribed to that in the United Kingdom. You know, as as bad as Deontay Wilder can box, he's never been popped for anabolics. You know, we we want to keep the sport you know pure and we want to you know keep it clean. But you know, honestly, I have nothing really to say. I'm am very disappointed because he's a, he's undefeated. He's 24-0, I believe, in, in with, with, you know 24-0-1. You know he's never been defeated, and this can definitely hurt his legacy going forward. You know, and I'm not here to bash anybody. That's when you know when they're down, but y- you can't forgive someone two times. You know, we gave you the benefit of the doubt first time. Sometimes uh, some medications do have things that that cause you to fail, Sometimes. and end up that are bad. As the
2: saying goes, fool me once, shame on shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me.
4: Exactly. You know, and. It's it's a it's a it's a horrible blow for for the heavyweight division. We had um, the case with Pavekin failing, you know, drug tests You know, he's not the first one. There's been many many before. Even Jimmy White got caught out there for a banned substance. I don't know what it was for, but I guess he had it appealed. But he still was taking supplements that you know, when you're at that level, you know what to take and what not to take. You, you know what I'm saying? What do you guys think about that? Well,
3: listen, Me personally, when yeah. it com- when it my bad, I'm sorry, still. Yeah. When it comes down to Uh you know the, the the PED. I mean, the the problem is is that money's involved. Point blank, period. I mean, I mean, when money's involved, it's, it's past his passion for being a great boxer. You know, when you see like, like John Jones. I mean, we've seen people who are taking PEDs and things of that nature, like really, you know, get involved in the sport. And I would I would have to believe that it's past your passion. is pa- now is about money. And I believe that's where you, where your downfall is always going to be no matter what you do. When you when you get into it and you're like, you know what? I'm doing this for the money. So I'm going to do whatever I have to do for the money. Because if you really and truly are passionate about what you do and you really want to be the greatest at what you do, you're going to put the work in to be the best at what you do. And that is a shortcut. That's a fact. That is a shortcut. So anybody that wants to take a shortcut, those are the people who are not really compassionate and they're trying to make back the time that they should have spent doing what they're supposed to do that's
2: a fact and and shout out to my verizon guy man that came through uh did my cable a couple weeks ago man we was talking about boxing man and i'm gonna tell this story because it kind of ties into the whole PED performance enhancing drug situation what big baby miller he said that um, it was a kid in Brooklyn, man, that was really nice in boxing. Man, he, got, he got to go to Vegas. Long story short, he bumped into Floyd Mayweather, who happened to be his idol. You know what I'm saying? Floyd gave him the chance to talk to him. Floyd was kicking it with him. He was like, look, man, I'm a big fan of yours. I'm serious in the boxing. I'm an up, up-and-coming boxer. I'm serious about what I do. He said, can you give me some pointers on what it is that I need to do to get to a level of excellence? So Floyd being Floyd, talked to him, told him a little things that he needs to do. So after the conversation with him, Floyd was like, yo, you want something to drink? Say, yo, whatever you want. It's on, it's on me. Go ahead. I said, like, oh, right, yo, I'll take a Hennessy or whatever. Floyd was like, see, you had me. But now I don't believe that you're passionate about boxing because one thing that I don't do is I don't poison my body. I don't put drugs in my body. You know what I mean? So he said, come back to me when you're serious about boxing. You know what I mean? And I say that to say that, like Pop said, he wanted to take the shortcut. He wasn't willing to put the work in to box. So he's not serious about boxing. And you can't get mad at him. Some people just don't have that desire to be great. You know what I mean? Some people only box for a check. And you know what I'm saying? Because they couldn't do anything else. Or they didn't want to do
4: anything else.
2: So that's my
4: answer to it. And the funny thing about it is I had a conversation with a pro light heavyweight uh, you know, I sparred him in the past. I'm not going to say his name because, you know, the boxing world is small. We sat down and talked about it. We're two weight classes smaller. Him, myself and him. We're both light heavyweights. We're two weight classes smaller. We have to make weight. So we can walk around 200 pounds and get down to 175. You're a heavyweight. You don't have to go lose weight. I mean, you want to be in shape, right? You might want to drop some body fat. But you did all that stuff for to have a performance advantage and because you you may lack stamina and you may lack punching power, you know you're not not the biggest puncher at light heavyweight for you know a three hundred pound man, and I'm not you know I'm not here to bash him or knock him when he's down, but you had New York as a heavyweight on your shoulders, and look you you fa- you know you failed tests in the past, he's failed tests in kickboxing and boxing, so you he's know, not serious. and the thing about it is you lost out on eight million dollars. You had a renegotiation for eight million dollars for Anthony Joshua. They was willing to give you five. They gave Ruiz five. They was going to give you eight, seven to eight. You lost that out. Even if you lost, even if you gassed out, you could have went forward and made change of life and became an became that superstar. If you put on a good fight, even if you hurt Anthony Joshua, if you caught him or, out, or you, out, you know outworked him, you know it it, it could have been done. Andy Ruiz. You, he literally made Andy Ruiz the first Mexican heavyweight champion because he was there at the right time. And Anthony Joshua was training for one person, had to train for another type of style, which helped Andy Ruiz out. But I do, you know, I'm not taking with Andy Ruiz's style. You know, um, and he, he, he's, he's disappointed. He's disappointed. He's disappointed all of us, especially as boxing.
2: Speaking of Mexican fighters, man, Roberto Duran, man, hospitalized mm. after testing positive for coronavirus. Oh. Talk about that.
4: Mm. Um, that um, Recently, uh, two days ago Roberto Duran was hospitalized for COVID and, but he is now, um, from what I read last night, stable and on the road to recovery uh, We have to understand that this virus does not discriminate against present or past athletes um, This is a very, very serious disease that's in hot and cold places Roberto Duran is from Panama um, You know That's a warm place, and people are still, you know, getting this virus. This virus has taken out um, a lot of veteran fighters, and also a lot of veteran teachers and gym owners. Uh, Francisco Mendez, uh, you know, condolences to his family uh, succumbed to COVID as well. You know, it's you know I'm glad he's recovering, but this should be a wake-up call for our athletes. We want, we all want to go back into the gym. We all want to spar. Look, there's people spawning right now in New York that's under the radar. You know, and it's not for me to say where it's at and what's going on with it, but we all have to be a, be aware that look, the mass social gatherings are not good. You know, if you're a professional fighter, it's okay to you know greet fans online, but being in their face and trying to sign autographs and you know and have people in your face is not is not good. Who knows who gave Roberto Duran you know COVID COVID 19 and uh, we said J- J- um, Jamal Herring yep. is another uh, boxer that. Uh, contracted COVID and his fight was canceled. Yep. Uh, I believe at uh, what was it Fly, uh, featherweight? Yep. Um, WBO WBO featherweight uh, championship. You know, it, it, it's it's very very serious. I, you know, there are fighters right now that are going to be fighting on July July ninth. Uh, the same card that Jarrell Miller was supposed to be on, mm-hmm. and he's you know we don't know what the effects are post post fight or before on or the way in. They're doing temperature checks now. So who knows if the guy comes to the weigh-in on July eighth on Friday, and his temperature is one hundred and one, one hundred and two degrees? Yep. yep. Maybe because one he's in the desert. Number two he's dehydrated. You know that 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 can be another issue. What do you guys think about you know, um, boxing MMA going on right now? You know with this going on, do you think they should just stop for the whole year and maybe just reset next year and not have fights that with no arena? Or you know what do you guys think?
2: <laughs> I think that is crazy. Like. You know, this is a respiratory disease, and guys they have to exert energy and run up and down and and exert their strength to actually be good at what they do. So the fact that you know this is out there and they're still pushing sports, obviously it's bigger than that. It's bigger than the athletes. It's more about money, and that's what it's all about. You know what I mean? Like I said, I for one, you know, if they can be safe and social distance and not be out in the public. I'm all for them playing the sport because people want to see entertainment. Let's be real. People don't have much to do right now. I mean, some states are shutting down. New York is about to open back up. I don't think that people in New York are going to go out there and be foolish like other states, you know what I mean? Like, But people need something to do. So I'm all for the athletes um, um, playing and doing what they do, but they just got to be safe at the end of the day because – them playing keeps us inside and keeps us from getting other people sick. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, it's a business and it comes down to money. So the sport is definitely bigger than the actual athlete on all of these cases, baseball included. <laughs> you know what I mean?
4: Now, let me... Uh, speaking about money and uh, staying indoors, Pop brought to my attention, you know, and I, and I read about it earlier. I actually read it about it last week. Dale La Hoyer hinting <laughs> At a boxing return, at almost fifty years old, what do you what do you what do you guys think about that? And who could he possibly fight? You know, we, we got the you know, we got the cap about Mike Tyson. Uh, you know, Mike Tyson's just getting in shape and showing what he can do, and maybe talking about an exhibition, which is smart. You know, for a veteran fight that's already been a unified heavyweight champion and already has a legacy that doesn't need to be tampered with, right? Mm. But De La Hoya coming back. You know, what weight class do you think he's going to be in? And do you think that, you know, it's smart of him to come back and try to fight at 160 pounds? And, and in the past, I've heard him even talking about fighting Golovkin or somebody like that. Even though Golovkin's out of his prime, I don't think it's a smart decision. And I think, does De La Hoya really need the money? I don't think so. But something in the basement, is not
2: happening, <laughs> People I think been he, sitting Oh, sorry. Go, ahead, go, ahead, go, go. People been sitting down too long during this pandemic and thinking too much. <laughs> like, uh, first of all, we don't know what type of shape he was in while he was out. You know, so that's that's one thing. He could be in phenomenal shape, or he can be a slob. So, it it could go either way. You know, because if if he was in great shape going into his comeback, then I see you know them having good chances of somewhat success depending on who he fights glue factory you That's know <laughs> but um if he was if he was out of shape and eating beans, <laughs> beans and rice or whatever the whole time then then you know forget about it. straight to the glue factory like you said
4: we don't condone the uh comments <laughs> oh, of zahir about beans and zahir. rice so when bizarre. he tried
2: to be nice he's wrong yeah uh, <laughs> you know, but honestly it's a testament to the sport For him to really sit there and think that he can make a comeback at 50 says a lot about the sport and the weight class that he's targeting. He feels like he can come back and beat some of these young guys because they probably lack the skill. You know what I mean? And he feels like, I can come back and dominate. You know what I mean? For him to say almost 50 years old that he's hinting at making a comeback, I guess Mike Tyson
4: must have got all these guys amped and gassed. You know
2: what I'm saying? But him?
4: Nah. The de, de, de La Hoya, for instance, right? Even if he can, you know, we're talking about an era of boxing where guys are do, doing a lot of a lot of monkey see, monkey do. Everybody's emulating Floyd Mayweather. I mean, every era, guys emulated Roy Jones, guys emulated Mike Tyson, guys emulated Floyd Mayweather. But now, as a lot of these fighters, not only do they not work hard and work on basic fundamentals, some of these guys can go six, seven rounds and not throw a jab. You know, just look for a check black hook and a right hand because they think Floyd Mayweather just stands in the middle of the ring with his left hand down, his right hand up, you know, in the shell position and just pot shot all day. I mean, I've been to, I've been in fights for, you know, I'm not going to name the you know promotion company, but I've been to fights before in different venues where, you know, I'm just looking at the guy and I'm like sitting there like, wow, like I can literally just get my federal ID and just be on here and make a fool out of myself or beat some of these guys. Like I had someone one of my friends, my, my boy Terrence call me, hit, hit me up. On um, uh, Messenger um, video, and he said, "Man, you see how these light heavyweights are fighting? Man, you can literally get in here at your age and give these guys help So I understand how De La Hoya feels. De La Hoya's jab, even as old as he is, can give a lot of these guys trouble in his intelligence and his and the mobility. But do I think if he, you know, goes against a guy that's a prime guy like a? You know, because he can't be in a lower weight class. A Benavidez or a Caleb Plant, they're going to put him to the permanent glue factory, man. It's, <laughs> it's, it's not going to, you know, that, that horse is going to go out to pasture in about three rounds. And, you know, De La Hoya has, has probably one of the best chins in boxing, but he's going to look really, really old, you know, and he's going to he's gonna get beat up. You know, and, and I hate to see that. I, I, you know, he was even talking about even fighting McGregor. And boxing because McGregor's boxing record is zero on one right now. Now for the money, would I entertain a De La Hoya McGregor? Sure. But McGregor is still gonna be a hard time, give give De La Hoya a hard time for where he's at right now. Um yeah, you know, I he might even send him to the glue factory. <laughs> you know, we saw it happen to Paulie. So, you know, that's all I gotta say about that. This is just, you know, just from the nose, hunter. That's just my opinion.
2: Shout out to Dez, man. So we got a new segment on the show, man. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, the Bearded bearded Ones book reviews. Yes. So what's on the menu for today, man? What's this new segment about? All right. Explain it to people.
3: Okay, now the Bearded Ones book reviews. These are pretty much uh, books that I feel like, you know, would be a great uh, pickup, great read. Definitely something that could uh, help you further on in your life, or even if it's just something good to hear every now and again. But I also wanted to pick up something that I feel something that pertains to hip-hop music, also the lifestyle that we all know and love and i gotta go with 50 cents recent book that was released in april hustle harder hustle, hustle smarter. smarter my god i believe this book is definitely is definitely a very very underrated book i actually got the uh the uh, audio book itself so i didn't have to sit down and like read the read the, the words but I was actually able to listen to it and if you got the audiobook it is 50 cent reading the whole book to Wow. Yeah. Yeah, he narrated the book. Yep. He narrated which is which is tremendous which is something you don't really see. Um how so hard? It was right exactly. It was published by uh, HarperCollins. It was published on April 28th, 2020. 304 pages is definitely worth to me every penny. He has these principles that he lives by. And as he as you go through the principles and he starts to explain his career based on these principles you start to understand that even though a lot of, when he came out in 2003 and everybody's saying oh well you know he had a beef with ja rule or he had a beef with this and you know all the stars was aligned for him that's why he got on you start to find out that it wasn't luck it was chess the man was playing chess the whole time while everybody else was playing checkers. Everybody else is still trying to figure out what they want to do to get one move. He was trying to get three moves, and especially at points where he's talking about uh, dealing At that time. Like he was like, you know what? There is just things that he wanted. He wanted to be at a certain level, so he set that goal for that level and then moved on to another level. I think the biggest part of it has to be constructing your crew. I mean, when he really went into that chapter, that's when he really went into you know, what's going on with him and G Unit and Banks and Yeo and and uh, Buck and even um even uh, uh his producer at the time uh, Shady Money, Money XL. He started to go into that how the way how he constructed his crew is very important and this is why now a lot of them are not really I wouldn't say they're not G unit anymore, but they're not really his immediate crew. Because he felt that he they needed to show a couple of things to him in order to really move on and go with him. He was also he's also hit it on the relationship between him, his son, and his uh his son's mother. <laughs> how the the growth, how how once he started growing and doing things, he started to notice like That his his son's mother was more was okay with not working. And she was like, Why should I have to do that when you are doing all of the work? And I think sense of entitlement. Sense of entitlement, which is crazy. He went not together. And and then and and, and he said that was one of the main things that reasons why they wasn't together is because of that. And it ruined his son's relationship as well. Yes. Because ultimately the the relationship that he had with his son his son felt like yeah, you know what? After listening to the mother and we and this is all through his book. This is not my thoughts.
2: I seen a um I seen a clip of one insert he read, uh, he was saying his son, you know, he brought his son a pair of Jordans or something like that. They and then the mother records. and then the mother said, Well, he should have all a pair of Jordans instead of one pair. It wasn't really that.
3: He was giving that as an analogy. Okay. Mm -hmm. He was saying that, you know, because, like, he said, that's the sense of entitlement. There's no reason he he would look at it and say, not be happy that he got a pair of Jordans. He would say, why is it that I don't have all of the pairs of Mm Jordans? And he said that that was really instilled in him from his mother, Mm -hmm. saying, well, you know what? We're just gonna here's this pair of Jordans, you know. If you want them, you got to ask your father, but you should have it already. Yeah, yeah. You know,
4: mm-hmm. yeah, and Pop, you know, it's funny. Um, from you, um, you reading this book and just speaking about Mar- Marquise Jackson—that's mm-hmm. his, you know, son's name. I think Fifty Cent probably deep down inside wanted that father-son relationship like Romeo and, and Master P. I think he saw himself and the vision that he had for himself. And, and to me, he probably did idolize Master P because what Master P did at that time when he was, 50 Cent was still rapping at that time, mm-hmm. but where he wanted to be on, on, a, on, a, on a level, I still feel like, you know, I think he wanted that type, he wanted his son to be more he- uh, grateful, but also to have that work ethic. You know, we've seen, you know, how little Romeo was. Little Romeo still, even though his father did put him in certain situations, Romeo's still working. Right. Even as a, a 30-year-old man from childhood. Right. You know, and he
3: wanted that for his son, I think. He, he spoke on that. There was a situation where he had uh, he had ran into a store where they was getting rid of a lot of the uh, sneakers and things. They was going out of business. So 50 Cent asked him the price on the sneakers as per how much does he make for selling the sneakers. So instead of buying Marquise a pair of sneakers, which is why he originally went into the store, he ended up buying all of the sneakers. For, cost. Go- for, 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 for the cost. For the huh? cost. Because what he wanted to do was he wanted to send them to Atlanta, to, to him and his mother, so that they could, well, just him, not really his mother. He didn't really have his, yeah, his mother's mom. mom's. But he said, listen, you could take these sneakers, you could put them on Instagram, you could have them in storage, you could ship them out, we could make a couple dollars. You know, he wanted to show them how to build business. Yeah. And he said that after he sent them them sneakers, he never heard anything about it ever again. And then, the ne- matter of fact, the next time he heard about it, he, the, him and his mother were saying, oh, well, uh, they're going to open a boutique. Yeah, we're going to open up a regular boutique a fashion boutique and he's like that wasn't part of the plan go ahead Jay what so you got to say Jay
10: but I, I don't I don't understand his analogy as far as like he wanted his wife to work it's like you making millions of dollars like what you expect her to do like I don't I don't to me I don't know I think you should have just held her down and that's it I mean how much is she gonna spend Shout out to how Jay. Much, how much is a woman going to spend for you to be hurt like that? You know what I mean, like I
2: ladies, know. Jay's
10: Mercedes, <laughs> four on the back, two if you fat. If she was like, if she was like that, if she was like wanting all these expensive stuff, then yeah, I could see that. But, that's what. Well, that's, what that's, that's what it was. Oh, that's what it was. That's what it was. And they weren't together.
2: She had no. No, nah, they was together at first. The reason why he left her is because he seen that she had no ambition. Her ambition died once he made it you know what i mean he said that he put a he tried to help her go to school online he paid for it, paid he said for, he paid for all the classes and everything did nothing she just was entitled she felt this sense of entitlement and it ended up seeping into his son and hence his son ends up re, re, um uh what they call it um he resenting, up, yeah, him resenting him because he felt like his father wasn't doing the most for him that he could have been doing to him and it destroyed his relationship with and he talks about it and And he he said he wants to
3: rekindle it this is one of the reasons why I believe that the book is is actually a great book because in the beginning he actually talked about the fact that he didn't think he was good enough to write a book that he didn't think that you know what uh, people wouldn't want to hear a life book from me because I've made so many mistakes in life. But I think that's the that's really that's the, the I issue. I believe that the reason people would want to buy is because he's made these mistakes. And they just want to know what was his uh, frame of mind, what was his train of thought when these things was going on. And just to add on to something that Pop you know
2: didn't mention, he said that, you know, growing up he wasn't big into reading, but he did read certain books. And he only read books like um, Donald Goyne's novels because the author spoke to him in a tongue that he could understand so this is why it was so important for him to do this book and do it in a tongue that people that probably look up to him or, or respect understand. him can understand and that's what i respect the most about the book the book was dope i i, I commend him for that man I, I look at him as a different type of individual now you know what i mean like i had a different. Notion about him, but after reading this, uh, listening to this book, it, yeah, it put me through a whole different mind frame and it made me look at him a whole lot different, man. Shout out to Pop for he, bringing he that is, one up. He is, sorry, to Pop control, me on. Uh,
10: he is intelligent, but he just got street ways. That's, yes. that's the thing about 50. 50- Yes, you know, he's, and he's very petty, <laughs> big time. Big but time. but
3: even that is calculated. Facts. Even that is calculated. Yeah. He spoke about that in the book as well. Yeah. You know, if we can't be friends, then we enemies. Yeah, yeah. Either way, we're gonna have to have a relationship. Yeah. I gotta check that out, man, because it'll definitely
2: put you on point, man. Where definitely. You need to be in life. You definitely. I mean? God damn. Even with
4: how uh, Fifty Cent, um, even to this day, even people that he's helped along the way, where he's kind of like showed them a blueprint of how to be successful, they're even still even on social media. And complaining about it. there's many other artists that you know we don't hear and talk about like you know I heard artist Trav coming on and speaking about 50 Cent what he didn't do and I'm like well he was around a man for years and years and years and everyone feels like well he made it he's made the money and why not you do this but Sense I'm like he puts you he puts you here where he puts you in that network where you could have been on the same level with your own career.
3: Constructing said, your crew mm-hmm. that was, that's 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 an, He hit on that too He said you know what When he bought that big mansion The whole point of it Was for his whole crew And mm-hmm. which is why He doesn't have it anymore he said, he said he lost money on it But he ended up Getting rid of it Because he had to downsize He had to downsize The people that was around He had to move on With that being said mm-hmm. I gotta say this was One of the greatest books I've read thus far This is the first That Pop The bearded one is doing For Be- Pop's bearded Book reviews mm-hmm. I'm gonna say this Definitely pick it up Definitely give it a shot Readers lead And leaders read mm-hmm. Let's go hey, Go ahead Jay You have one more yeah, thing to I say I think
10: 50 is big on Like he gets you to the point Where he wants you to fly on your own And mm-hmm. you know These people's not flying on their own They falling And he's looking for a handout And that's That's the thing Like you said That's the big thing 50 he but, teaches
2: So I got rid he, of the mansion You want to eat He's not going to buy the food for you He's going to teach you how to get the food for yourself Facts Word man So on that note Jay cut the music we reached the point of our show where we get at, you know, a situation and a topic where we talk about, you know, the trials and tribulations of other athletes, entrepreneurs, or just famous people in general, man. So this segment is called What Happened to That Boy, Man. And today's topic is A.C. Green, man. How many of y'all actually remember A.C. Green? Dad's probably don't remember A.C. Green. I was born in 87. Shout out to Dez because A.C. Green had jerry curls when you was born, baby boy. Powerful. Yeah. For, huh? powerful for the Los Angeles Lakers. Shout out to Zai, man. You get a bottle after the show is over. So, A.C. Green, man, played in the NBA for 16 years, man. Five different teams. Career averages of nine points and seven rebounds per game. He played for the Lakers from 1985 to 1993. Played for the Phoenix Suns from 93 to 96. Played for the Dallas Mavericks from 96 to 99. Came back to the Lakers in 99 to 2000. And he retired in Miami from 2000 to 2001. How many of y'all even remember him on the Heat in 2000? He must have been on the bench. He was on the bench. You know what I mean? Now, his career accolades. Three-time, first-time, first-team, all-Pac-10 player from 1983 to 85. Pac-10 player of the year in 85 third team all-american in 1985 he was drafted 23rd overall by the LA Lakers in the first round in 1985 he was a three-time NBA champion in 87 88 and 2000 with the Los Angeles Lakers he made one all-star appearance in 1990 he got all three with, with the Lakers? Yeah, with all, the, all three of his championships came to the Lakers, yep. With, with Showtime and then one with Shaq with, and Kobe. Yes, okay. yes. Wow. And, yeah, he came back and got one with, with Shaq and Kobe, you know what I mean? He was an all-star in 1990, all-NBA defensive second team in 1989. His jersey was retired by the Oregon State Beavers, and he was inducted into the Pac-12 Basketball Hall of Honor after the conference changed its name in 2012. His personal life, this is what a lot of people remember him <laughs> for now. <laughs> yeah. He was named after his father, A.C. Green, Sr. The initials stand for his father's mother's name, Amanda, and his father's father's name, Chester. His religious beliefs, Green converted to Christianity in his town of Hemiston, Oregon, while he was still in high school. He never missed a class in his educational career never missed a day of school wow. Jesus. word of the mother discipline he's known for he's known for proclaiming that he began and ended his nba career as a virgin bachelor
4: i did and hear he i played did, 16 I, I, I did. years wow. in the nba what, I, did the- about, I did hear about i did hear about him like, back in, like, 2000. That was, like, yeah. shot hurt around yeah. the world. Yeah. Listen, boy, all, all of
2: the women. 16 NBA players and the, and the gorgeous type of women. And he Two. had the willpower that any other man oh, yeah. couldn't have. No, oh, yeah? He went time. home. He turned out being a little bit smarter than his counterpart, his former oh, teammate. Oh, yeah, yeah. Magic. Oh. Hey, see, come with a No, no, Magic. No, no, no. So, <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> Darren. Unbelievable. <laughs> During his rookie year, his teammates sent the woman to tempt him to compromise his commitment. Green reportedly began calmly quoting scriptures from the Bible. That boy's discipline was serious, you know what I mean? I should be ashamed of myself, Yo. man. I was cutting class back <laughs> then. He missed a day of school. i missed weeks of school. But the noble guy that he is, man, he established the A.C. Green Youth Foundation in 1989, which operates youth camps. To promote abstinence until marriage, so he's trying to get a lot of young guys to, Man. you know, what I mean, keep it in the pants. You know, what I mean, Green. <laughs> hey, take two. We can't, we can't, we can't put it in if they don't let us. Hey. <laughs> during, <laughs> during his playing career, Green suffered from hiccups. It was a, a, a chronic hiccup problem that he had, and he's known to never sleep for more than two hours during this condition. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, He's eventually got cured. In 2011, he was awarded the Bobby Jones Award by the Athletes in Action for Character, Leadership, and Faith in the World of Basketball and in his home and community. Green's humanitarian efforts earned him a spot in the World Sports Humanitarians Hall of Fame. And in 2017, Green was signed on to be a director of the Sports of the United Basketball Alliance in India. You know what I mean? So he's basically running the basketball league in India in 2017. And in 2002, he eventually got married to his wife, and he's been having sex ever since. Boy. You know what I mean? Shout out to A.C. Green, boy. that shot everywhere. Shout out to his wife. He was pretty much
4: the the Ned Flanders of the NBA. He said the Ned Flanders of the NBA. He was Ned Flanders of the NBA. Boy. Shout out to his wife.
2: Oh my God,
4: man.
10: Well,
2: we reached the point of our show, man. It's the Switch of the Dishes segment. JOJ, what we got on the
10: menu today? Okay, we got a few joints. Um, uh, Let me see. AC Green. AC Green.
2: Shout out to AC Green, kid. Practice abstinence, Nobel, kids. He need a Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> I'm know he was peaceful. Yo, listen. <laughs> yeah, listen. Yeah. Boy. Magic in them was trying to tempt that boy. Look. He would have followed down Magic's. <laughs> you no know, Magic had all the girls back then. Nah, I ain't gonna go. I don't know about that. Like you bro. gotta lose that Jerry character. I, I don't think Magic was dealing. But,
4: mm-hmm. I that soul glow. Mm-hmm.
2: I, I, hey. I got my thoughts on, on on what was going
10: on in the form.
2: What we doing over Vegas, there, Jay? Man. What's the first one on the menu?
10: I forgot the name of that Drake song though. It's
2: called "Stay Down."
10: Stay down by oh. Drake. Yes,
2: sir.
1: Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh-huh.
9: Yeah. Uh.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
9: I wanna be together. When they say that they know somebody better, I just hope you stay down. Uh. I just hope you stay down. Yeah, I just hope you stay. And girl, I know you got your spies. When they happen to catch me in a lie, I just hope you stay down. Yeah, I just hope you stay down. I just hope you stay. Look, I'm sorry that I'm super late I was driving here jamming them little boozy tapes Understand that I do not envision I hallucinate I'm the type of nigga you can never ever duplicate But let's talk about the babies me and you can make We can do it anywhere, baby, you just choose the place I hope I'm not being inappropriate But maybe if I peek under the table, you can show me it Let me get a quickie speed stick No deodorant to cover up the smell Cause your parents are the nosiest When you famous, all the bitches wanna throw you it But even with a bunch of women, you could be the loneliest I tend to ask more than I can give. wait whatever's next and just get bored of what it is. That's probably why I'm keeping you around. Was looking for exactly what I found. I just hope you stay down.
4: Baby girl, I hope you rep for me for real. when they get the stereotype in a nigga, I just hope you stay and stay and stay and stay and stay and stay and
2: stay and stay and stay and I seen a lot of sour faces on that song, man. I seen a lot of sour faces, kid. And I don't know if that's the hate for Drake or what. But that boy was spitting balls on that. I'm switching that all day. Half court.
3: I'm dishing that, man. I'm dishing it. I, I, to be totally honest with you, I mean, I'm not going to say that the man wasn't rapping and all that. But now that I know the backstory, I'm dishing it. Keep it. Man, I already played basketball, so I'm going to give it
4: a two-piece. Breast and wing, but I'm going to switch it.
2: <laughs> um, I was focused trying to listen to what he was actually saying. on. Um, all right. I, I, I'll
3: give it a I'll switch it no Jay play, what you bro. doing with yeah, that Yeah I'm switching it The switching DJ
2: that. has spoken Pop is
10: bugging but Nah that. It gets no playing Jay gonna play that on Wednesday He gonna be like Yo you seen that <laughs> <laughs> Dropping bombs <laughs> Yeah me. I mean Word. What's next on the menu Next we Jay? got Nino Man Hurt Let's go Oh wow Fox, uh,
11: They think I changed Nah I ain't changed, stop. I just been putting 100% to get in this game. I'm tired of showing people love and they don't give it the same. They won't believe till you showed them. They did something for you, they think you owed them. So I be thinking, what if things would have folded? Would have been hell here. Broke me and my brother struggling all no on welfare. Probably caught up trapping sun something stressed on a jail tear. I got this kind of problem they don't like. No. If you was gone when I was down, don't try to barge into my life. No. That ain't right. Me and my niggas was starving plenty nights. Mm. We had plenty dark days before they gave us any light. Fact. I couldn't afford a Sprite. Wow. I had to cop a nutty, that tropical fantasy kind of blend. but it was good money. Ah. At that time when we was starving, we was hustling, we was robbing, mm. we was trapping, we was jobless. Mm. That's a fact, but we was mobbing on these goofy niggas. If I wasn't rhyming, I would shoot these wow. niggas. I'ma do a stupid big like doofy niggas. When know if you making the name getting a motherfucking dollar ah. when everyone and they mother want to holler huh? literally this shit would make somebody mother want to holler <laughs> Should i could have been your brother or your father ah. pick it you say you making noise in your town you write crickets they run up on me claiming they broke i'm like fix it cause niggas 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 niggas, 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 niggas.
2: Oh. oh boy Yo, shout out to JOJ on that one. I'm switching that all day. That's That oh, was a tough man. joke from Nino Man. And the beat was stupid, too. Word. Swishing that one. The bearded one is swishing that one. That was
3: fire. Yeah, continue on. Swish.
4: Yeah. yeah, the nose sons always like Nino Man. Even with the track he did with Jada. So I'm a fan. So, you know, swish.
3: I'm going to
2: it. That was hot.
10: Definitely going to swish that. Well, you know what I mean? And then we, gonna, we got the pony and the legend. Calculated strike, y'all. Let's go. Let's go, boss, hoops. <laughs>
1: This is God level, my train of thought special, the whole squad thorough now, nah. we do not settle so slice harder you're now in to Bars campus. and Hoops Radio. Flood up, flood up your campus, why they try to slander me in slick ways? I got techniques to shake the way he dies six ways, military style switchblade, sick nature lasers, 90s like quotables, I pick major phrases, my name resonates over the waves like I'm famous from Brooklyn to Copenhagen, only dope shit we making. My saliva is lava, he gets lined up to mild them. he's quick like Collado and stuff in the I'm a solid, the quicker than an Apollo. Rushing from a horny line that's got cops hungry and crying. You can't deny this. I'm classified sick. Undying appetite. I magnified this boom back while they ride for the glamorized shit. To say that I'm a mad monster, cause my verses land harder than 006 in a satellite dish. Calculated strike, do the math. blocking the path, you pay the price. Plus, it's an impossible task. Can't subtract the fact that the tracks are hitting harder than a bottle of schnapps. We everything crushed uh-huh. yeah. in a path. And the cabotage stuff is sculled aside of duffel bags. No flashy toy slapping asteroid off course gladiator war suggests you avoid him at all costs, never slacking off watching y'all get cast off a little bit a little buzz buzzing interviews all shine giggling cash, cash 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 cash
2: back to live action what you doing with that zi i'm gonna switch that that was cool i'm switching that as well dez what you doing with that it's a little backpacking, but I'll I swish it. It's okay. <laughs> he said it's backpacking. Boy, <laughs> nothing about that was backpacking. Yo, that was I got, killer beats. I got,
3: I got backpacking. Vibes. Okay. I got to say, I'm I'm swishing that. I'm definitely going to play that in the wheels. I like the beat, man. The beat had a different bop. Not a different bop, but a nice bop to it.
10: Any Anything that sounds like cannabis, I'm going to swish that. Shout know
3: out I mean? <laughs> the J-O-J, man. What we got next on the
2: list,
10: Jay? Outcast featuring Sleepy Brown. Boy. I can't wait. Oh. I can't wait. Oh,
2: oh.
12: I can't wait. I can't wait in the summer, silk in the winter, this is such an art, where do I I uh? used to sing tenor, in the church choir. really I was flexing but the girls they were fine, I'm that type of guy that noticed the subtle signs, when I cuddle mine, she ain't even trying, to look sexy, but even if she was, so what, motherfucker grow up, don't mean to be so abrupt, but that lets me, know that she's a human being, and being humans hard, on the boulevard, girl you got it bad, Glad I'm not one, but yet you got it good. You are the hot one. But I'm Andre, Benjamin Andre to be exact. You'd hope to meet a gentleman one day. Well, this is that. In fact, Dookie introduced us at a show about a year or so ago. I don't know. Mine slips me. I'm in the southern states, you know, why all the pimps be dressing all boogie and carrying ugly cups. And yes, you're getting booed if your shit do not get down. And yes, you're getting sued by women who didn't get up out they seat on the bus. And feet shouldn't rust, and beat is a must. And we shouldn't lust, but we do. I'm laughing at the calendars and clocks. Ask
2: the socks what's in your speaker box back to live action yes sir what we what, what we doing what we doing
3: what we doing oh we just going to move on we gonna move No vote <laughs> i mean I, that, was, I that mean, was shout out i was a throwback of the day man excuse the i was switching is.
2: that oh shout out to daz he said excuse the 90s eh. 2000 oh man, man. Was, you know, so hold on um, yeah, I think we got time to we got time to really get that one back, man. We what see what's going on in there, man. You got the play, big boy, in sleepy brown can't big sleep. Big boy, and sleepy brown can't sleep. We'll can yeah, let's go, pop. Oh, you know, I ain't got no
3: audio boy you know, no audio
2: this, <laughs> safe, <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, listen, I don't got it. Oh, hold on, yeah, 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 yeah. But in the meantime, man, in between time, man, I think that um I don't need this, um. The joints was interesting today, man. You know what I'm saying? The songs. I don't think that
3: uh, that uh, you know what, man. What? What's that? Uh, I don't like that Drake. In the nah. Oh Drake. my
2: God, man. Nah. Yeah, man. the hate for Drake in here. I don't hate Drake real, though. Yeah. You as yeah. bad as I with Biggie. I don't no, hate Drake though.
3: I think Drake shows up on songs. It's just sometimes. I mean, like just that. Like yo, I don't want to do the. You did the song. You didn't want to do the song. And you know, when you start learning the backstory, you like, yo, I'm not with it, man.
2: And then on top of that, kid, he killed that joint, man. And 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 Jay Dilla did that beat, man. That beat was stupid, man.
3: And that beat is old. Oh, let's get how,
2: to how, that, that beat was, yeah, because Jay Diller probably did that sometime in the 90s, mm-hmm. man. You know a lot of producers had heat yep. for years, man. So let's get to this Sleepy Brown Can't Sleep featuring Big Boy, man. Check it out.
5: Last night, can't sleep. Girls keep calling me.
1: Nigga, singing, banging on wax, cause they really out your plans. Slap, eye the nigga, wake him up. No debate, $100 do rap, I made for the wave. Another $100 for the blade on the shade. Nigga, paying for fathers we'll try to keep it anonymous. See, the sheep don't even see the book till you swallow them, which your mama should have did instead of had ya. Imagine, raised by the internet with no dad, Sadly, sad popping pussy for the insta book. Backwards for the face grab, just to make a nigga look black at it, put the ass crack at it. Should have sucking on the veggie like she never had sadness Bad thing about it, she just fucking up a chances Up a nigga put some carrots on the hand and trying to marry Trying to marry my came girls keep
5: calling
1: me this girl callin keep calling
2: me she Gentlemen. What's your thoughts on that, man? We got about two minutes left in the show, man. I'm switching that cause you know. I mess with big boy and them sometimes, man. But that joint was alright, man. Shout out to Sleepy Brown as
3: well. I gotta say, I'm swishing that, man. I I like the vibe of it. The vibe of it is good. You know what I mean? Like getting ready, getting ready, step out the door, and you, you clean. Shout out to Ali Vegas, the nineties ass. <laughs> you know, I'm an outcast. I'm
2: an outcast fan, separate or together. So I'm I'm swishing
4: that. I'm i a, I'm a swish it. You know, like I said, man. I'm. You know I'm. It's a good comeback.
2: Where's Andre 3000,
4: man? Yeah, he, he lost his
3: mojo, man. He lost his confidence. So, Pop, yep. take us out of here with the good word, man. All right, this is what we got, man. Like I said, after reading that uh, that 50-cent book, Hustle Harder, Hustle, Hustle Smarter, Hustle Harder, it just hits you a lot of times in a different way, and I just wanted to read this to y'all, give y'all a little bit of words of encouragement for the next week going on. When you decide enough is enough, that's not you giving up. That's you just getting started. A lot of times we got to be pushed to the brink before we actually make a move. And it's not to knock anybody that's like that, but it's just to let you know. A lot of times when you get there and you got to make a move it's because you realize you could do better in life if you try. So that's what that is. That's letting you know that when you get to that brink, a lot of times it's not because you fed up. It's because you ready to move on. The bearded one, man. Let's go. Get your 100% kid.
2: Word. Y'all need to all check that book out, man. Put you in a different mind frame. Especially in this world that we in right now, man. Yes, sir. But, Jay, man, take us out of here with something nice, man. We got about 55 seconds left in the game. You know what I mean? Shout out to everybody that tuned in today. Don't forget, tune in every week, 4 to Uh 6. Next week, we got a special guest, Anthony Yard. You know what I mean? Make sure you check in with us, man. www.barsandhoopsradio.com. Download the app for Apple and Android users. Let's go. Check us out live on Facebook. On that note. Still's the great pop the bearded again. one. Let's get it. That's where those and DJ JOJ on the ones and twos. We are all the yeah. radio.
1: Hundred dollar bills. Pill on the Scotty's. Another four wheels. Write a book full of medicine and generate mills. Saw the album only for more sales. We used to catch those on the block with crails. Now it's rest of peace, prodigy.
10: Y'all come on. Bills,
1: side deals only if the math is real. If we can't match numbers, then you can't have it.